1: Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop. And on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you in studio and every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are hanging out here this morning with the man they call John Newman of Newman Sports Cards. We're going to be doing a a very exciting kind of different feel to Friday. And that's cool because it's TGIF. We want to have a good time try some new things, get you into the weekend, get you feeling good and get you ready for what's coming. So at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, we're going to do something really cool. And of course, we're going to start off the show the way we always do. So let's hop into that right now with the morning menu.
2: Here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we like to start off the show by giving you our menu of topics. The morning menu that is Live now with the morning menu is Dan Tortora.
1: That coming here in the morning menu, proudly presented by all of the great partners we have in Central and Upstate New York. We thank you for being a part of the show and being a part of the broadcast every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. As we always do on a Friday, we're going to start off the show with the annoying moment of the week. The annoying moment of the week is proudly brought to you by Carvel DeWitt. It is what happy tastes like. People say, how can you attach annoying to Carvel? Well, listen, folks, the annoying moment, that happens. Something during the week bugs you, bothers you, whatever it may be, the happy part of it is Carvel. So we are just a reminder of whenever you have an annoying moment, you can always have a happy moment at Carvel DeWitt, 4322 East Genesee Street in DeWitt, New York, right at the end of Erie Boulevard by a ton of major highways, of course, CBA, Jamesville, DeWitt, down the road from the Carrier Dome and Manly Fieldhouse and everything over there at Syracuse as well, and right by LeMoyne. So make sure you make a trip over to Carvel, DeWitt, the exclusive home of the Wake Up Call Sunday. And then at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time today, we're going to get hopping with John Newman of Newman Sports Cards and are going to do a video slash audio show. So, for those of you used to listening here on mixlr.com backslash wake up call DT, you're still going to get that flavor. But on top of that, in addition to that, we're going to have a video here in the wake up call studios and we're going to show some cards and have a conversation with John about baseball, about the NFL, what's going on. Early on in Major League Baseball, what's going on now in the NFL heading toward the draft, some of his thoughts, I know he's a Steelers fan, and then we're going to get into the cards connection to those players and how cards go up and down as players go up and down, but sometimes there's certain players that no matter how well they do, their cards don't seem to showcase that value, and then we're going to have the rookie conundrum. Do you buy the card before the rookie gets drafted? Do you buy that card with the autograph or do you wait until the draft happens and buy the card after that. So we're going to have that discussion as well as how teams go up and how people try to capitalize on places like eBay when a team like the Jaguars, Blake Bortles and Leonard Fournette cards used to be I mean we're I mean Leonard Fournette's been pretty high but a guy like Blake Bortles his rookie card was like $3 and then all of a sudden they go to the AFC Championship and it's $80. So we'll discuss that and how people try to strike while the iron's hot and you know I've always been a sports card collector so we're going to discuss that and and some of my collection and then John's going to show some of his live on video so we're excited for the opportunity to bring that to you this morning and that will carry us into the second hour where we typically talk about football anyways. So we'll have John here to speak on some NFL and what's going on. And we will connect that to the sports card world. I'm very excited. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, connect sports cards to the show and and do something special. So I want to thank Newman Sports Cards for joining me here live in studio to have some fun this morning, but not before we have our own amusement with the annoying moment of the week proudly provided to you by Carvel DeWitt. And that's Is coming up, folks, right in this moment.
0: Dan Tortora proudly brings you. Is that for real?
1: Are you kidding me?
0: The annoying moment of the week.
1: I I really, honestly, I don't know how to respond to this.
0: Presented by Carvel DeWitt, 4322 East Genesee Street. It's what happy tastes like.
1: Do you have to be that crazy? I guess so. That annoying moment of the week every single Friday comes to you to start the show right here around 9 a.m. Eastern time. Let's hop into it because I have a bunch of annoying moments of the week, okay? We we call them scoops when I do it here because Carvel DeWitt and I have been doing the annoying moment of the week of the week together for probably seven or eight years now. We're heading toward our decade of doing this together, one of my favorite segments ever in the history of 15 years of broadcasting. So, with that being said, the annoying moment of the week for this week, let's start with the first scoop. The first scoop is something that's, I don't know if you've ever seen Vanderpump Rules, and you know me, folks. I'm real, okay? I watch Vanderpump Rules, Guilty Pleasure, reality show. My wife introduced me to it. It's on Bravo. I watch it. I'm not ashamed. Whatever. So, there's a girl that was on there that cheated with one of the characters And the character's name is Jax that she cheated with. Well, she's on a new reality show that's really just garbage. But it's called X on the Beach. And when she answers people's questions, she answers them with a chirp of a bird. So I will do my best impression of it, as I've done impressions my whole life. But it's something that like, you can watch it and you're like, wow, that's funny and kind of maybe annoying. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I, I think that this person needs to never be on television again. And that is when she goes, oh, cr- oh, cr-. so that is a definite, that's a definite annoying moment of the week because I want you to picture this show. I want you to picture Wake Up Call, okay? Of all the shows that we've done, the 950 plus you can get on wakeupcalldt.com by clicking on the RSS feed, the... Podbean downloadable app and iTunes. I want you to check that out. We're also on TuneIn and Player FM. Go there and just imagine if every time if I did it. Okay, the interview yesterday with Joe Theismann. If if I was like Joe, what do you think? Oh, kr- oh, kr-. and Joe was like. Kr-. I mean, that nobody talks like that. And I know that she's trying to make a thing she's trying to make, you know, put it on national television. She gets known for it. She's a reality star. People think that she's annoying as hell. So they keep booking her for reality shows. And then she hopes that she makes a movement where somebody in high school answers the teacher and they're like, that's 47.5. Oh, so I mean, I, I'm not for murder. Okay. I'm not for offing another person. I am for an Island far, far away. They say that I own Tortola because it's close enough to my name. I wish that was true. If that be true, I wouldn't put them on my island, but if I could find one close where all the birds could, all oh, together, then I would make sure that I made that happen. But that is the first annoying moment of the week because if I had to hear it one more time in the show, I was going to commit myself. The second annoying moment of the week for this week has to do with the show itself, X on the Beach which is a playoff of sex on the beach, which is, I mean, and all this show is, it's awful. It's like, oh, we want to find love. No, you don't. Okay, The Bachelor doesn't want to find love. The Bachelorette, I know that I'm probably making many people upset right now, but The Bachelor and The Bachelorette don't want to find love. They want to have some free sex on national television. That's it. It's what it is. It's not reality. You don't go on a show in a house with 20 some odd women and make out with all of them claiming that you're looking for love. That doesn't happen in normal life. You know, you don't you don't bring four men home to meet your mother and then decide. I mean that's just it's not how reality works. So the the comedy of the the statement it's a reality show is usually those shows are less real than if I watch Agents of Shield or The Flash. I feel like The Flash is more real to me. I feel like I can connect with The Flash more than I can connect with a guy who's having an orgy in his house that was paid for by somebody else on a set somewhere and where a guy has to tell you that it's the last rose when there's literally one rose left on a plate. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final rose. I want someday for him to say that and then someone to come out from production and be like, oh, bam, and drop another rose, a different color. How about an orange one? How about we mix it up a little bit? How about the yellow rose for friendship, so that everybody that gets kicked off the show at least gets a rose, so you give the red roses to the ladies that you want to sleep with for the next three months, and then you give a yellow rose to the people that you want to be friends with, so that the girl that you ultimately choose will hate those people and take them out of your phone. I don't understand. I really don't, and I know that my parents watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and I know that a lot of people watch The Bachelorette. My wife's mom watches The Bachelorette and The Bachelor and all that good stuff, and Bachelor in Paradise... But ultimately, these shows—they're not real, and it's not looking for love. Okay, I didn't meet my wife by going to a beach somewhere and making out with 25 other women. Probably wouldn't have led to marriage with my wife. So I—I I, I don't get it. And X on the beach is the same type of—it's the same type of feel. X on the beach is, is this? Uh, They—you know, that they, they they wash up on the beach they you know it's like they throw them in the water and then they wash up and they come out and they're all and the girls are wearing bikinis and the guys are not wearing shirts except for one dude who is totally insanely i don't i don't know what's going on in the brain but i think maybe he hit a rock while surfing so they all come up right and they meet each other and they're all they all walk up this long staircase which is probably the most work any of these reality people have ever had to do and then they put them in the building I don't mean any disrespect by that. I'm just saying most of the time it's like, hey, there's a house. Go have sex in it. So I, they all come into the show. And this one girl meets this guy. Five seconds in, she's like, I think that this guy could be the one. I feel like we really connected with each other. And all they're doing is making out and being in bed together. And that's the show. And then the exes come on and then the exes bring up stuff like, hey, remember this time that we did this? Remember this time we did that? Do you want to go out with me? So the guy kisses one girl on day one, kisses the other girl on day two. That's all the show is. There's no love. It's just drama and sex. That's all it is. And that's that's how people sell shows, drama and sex. So somebody on the other end of the line will say to me this morning, well, Dan, you watched it. They got you. They didn't get me. I watched it to hope and pray that maybe there was a silver lining in the show. There's not. <laughs> so there's nothing there's nothing for me to to help you out with today. I don't know how to describe the show other than it just it looks like I mean, it looks like you're going to a frat house. That's what it looks like. That's it. Very simple, very plain and easy. So that is an annoying moment of the week as well because, I mean, MT, but that's the thing with MTV. You know, one of the guys in his intro just holds up a bunch of condoms. I mean, that, and that's, that's what our children are watching. That's what adolescents are watching. That's what, you know, that's what little tiny kids are watching. It's not good. It's not healthy. It's not productive. So, you know, and it doesn't help society get any better. And I would venture to say... That, uh, that my man John, who's, who's going to be in studios here with me in a second, that that his boy Jordan, that that's, that's not how you teach your son, be like, hey, let's just turn on MTV and watch all the Trojan commercials and KY Jelly, and then let's see Miley Cyrus twerk for a little bit in this show, and, and then I'll talk to you about life and how everything you just saw is the only thing to pay attention to. But MTV has done that. Now, remember, MTV is music television. There's no music anymore. Well, Dan TRL's back. But really, I mean, it's it's Jersey Shore, it's sex on the beach with your exes, so call it whatever you want to call it, but that's all this is. It's fighting, and why as an Italian, maybe I'm part of the Annoying Moment of the Week, why as a true blood Italian do I watch Jersey Shore? Why? Why do I do this to myself? So, <laughs> I love Ecto Corsa, what did I tune into today? You tune into the Annoying Moment of the Week, okay? We're talking about ex on the beach, we're talking about a girl that, that likes to chirp, oh, I mean, imagine you get pulled over by the cops. What were you doing? I was going 30 in the, by the, can you give me a, or not? I mean, this is not, it's not normal life. It's not normal. And when they tell us it's normal, but it's not. I'm an old school guy. I don't chirp when I talk. I don't invite my exes to a beach. I don't meet people for the first time in a bikini. That only happened once. But, but it's it just, it's just a crazy That was not Flipper. That was the chirp ectocars. But thank you. But it's 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 very it's it just I don't even I don't have I don't have words. But I do watch Jersey Shore, and I don't know why because no true blooded Italian is ever the color orange, and you know my spirit animal is Snooky. But I I just I, I don't I don't get it. And I mean these people cheat on live. They're not live television, but they cheat on television. And one of the guys that that cheated on his girlfriend, his girlfriend was home pregnant while he was cheating on television, right in front of her face. And it's like, there's no morality. And that's the thing is, I think MTV should be rebranded. I think they should be the NMTV. Instead of music television, just add one letter, NMTV, No Morals Television. That's what we should call them now. No Morals TV. So you know what you're watching. You know what you're getting into. Sex lies and videotape. That's exactly how it feels. The third annoying moment of the week goes to customer service. And I know that customer service has been involved before on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, but it's paramount to me. It is paramount. The way that you treat somebody, especially somebody who is spending money in your in in, in your establishment, whether you're online, whether you're through social media, eBay face-to-face, whatever it may be. The way you treat people is paramount. And there is no substitution to good customer service. There's nothing. You can have the best products in the world, and I can't tell you how many places I walked out of saying, I really want that figure. I really want that shirt. I really want that movie. I really want that card. I really want that whatever. But I walked out. Because it's how you treat people. It's how you establish your relationship with your clientele that ultimately decides, for me personally, whether or not I'm going to spend my money. I work very hard for my money. Diligently. I try to work with really, really, really good companies. I do everything in my power to vet that and put a good team together. And the people that I've had for years, like Drysig Apparel and Drysig Lady and Fan Hands and... And Carvel DeWitt, I appreciate to the nth degree, also to Utica Pizza Company that has been a part of the show for a very long time, to Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson of Gilbo Realty, to Honda City of Liverpool, we've worked together now this five years, Giovanni's Tuxedos and Formal Wear is where I got my wedding ensemble for myself and my groomsmen, the Wildcat Sports Pub has been an amazing place for me to go and do my live show. 315 Chiropractic, just working with Dr. Tim Whiting in general over the years, to the Pennant Trophy Center, who has consistently made our fantasy football trophies and gave us an actual, tangible, heavy, realistic Lombardi trophy, and a really funny trophy for last place, which is the Toilet. And if you win the toilet trophy, I tell people all the time, it's a bronze toilet, but you, if you don't get first, you want to get last because, and I'm not telling people to tank. I'm just being real about the trophy. You can put M&Ms in it, Reese's Pieces, whatever you fancy. It's very fun. Or, you know, it's small enough that I think you could put it in for a fish, maybe let the fish enjoy it. But I love it. I love the trophy. Chick-fil-A, who we just started working with, I've been a Chick-fil-A fan for over a decade because their food is really good and because of the fact that they're not afraid to have faith and to talk about God and they're super nice to you. I don't know any place I've ever bought food before where somebody's not like, hello, how are you? How's everything going? My pleasure. Do you need anything? My pleasure. Let me help you out over here. How is your day? How's everything? We hope that you made your day better. We made your day better today. I mean, it's I go through these places in St. Augustine, even before we had one here, and the interaction I got all the way around the building from the people working there was better than any other interaction I had had that day. And it's just the kindness factor of it all. To Looking Glass events and and everything that they have done with planning events in the community, we put a good team together here at Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and I'm very proud of it. And we expand and we move forward as we go, and we're looking forward to adding the next business very, very soon. And if you're involved and want to be involved, if you want to be part of this team, then, you know, you can get in touch with us at dtstays at gmail.com and connect with us there. Social media, Facebook at WakeUpCallDT, Twitter at CallDT, and Instagram at Call underscore DT. So, like I said, customer service is paramount, okay? There are some people that I've worked with in the past where their customer service was not on point. They're not. They're not on that website anymore. Okay. Customer service is extremely important. And myself as a consumer, when I walk into a store where I spent good money very recently, and I have it, and they do this thing where they get you right. I love Kohl's Cash because Kohl's, you have to spend a certain amount, but then you get the money, and then you don't have to spend a certain amount again after that, right? You spend fifty bucks, they give you ten bucks, something like that. But it's not like. You spent 50, we'll give you 10 when you spend 40, so you're really spending 90 to get 10. Well, this place that I went into, I spent a good amount of money, they gave me a coupon. They said for every $30 you spend, you can can get 15 off, so you're only spending 15, so you got to spend 90 to get 45 back, right? Now, I said, that sucks, but for that store, which is typically on the higher end, 45 bucks isn't bad. If I'm actually spending 90, so let me go in there and let me use it. So ultimately I'm giving them hundreds of dollars to get 45 bucks back. And what i had gotten went over what I wanted to spend. That happens sometimes, right? You try to do the math and I did the math, but one of the specials didn't work on it. So I said, okay, you know what? I want to give this back. I don't really want to get this because this is what I was looking to spend today. And I'm very good about my money. I'm not foolish I don't throw my money off to the sky and, and whatever. So that is how I treat things. So I went into the store with that attitude. I'm going to spend this, and that's what I'm going to do. Ultimately, I decided, you know what? I don't want to get all this stuff. So I said, can you take this off? Well, you know, I already wrote on the coupon. I don't really care. Okay. Well, can? well, it's already in the computer. Well, you're talking to a person that worked at Walt Disney World, where people spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars per hour there is always a way to take it off the computer. There is always a way to make it happen. So when somebody looks at you and they're like, "Well, it's already on the computer." I mean, if you don't want it, I just I don't get it. I just you, just you, just get it. And then and so, just get it. It'll be fine. Just spend more than you wanted to spend. It's cool. Don't eat today. Eat tomorrow. So you know, it's 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 just it's the feeling of. Let it, let me be me. Don't tell me what I have to do. That's the worst thing in the world to do to a consumer. Tell them that they have to buy something. Tell them that they need to buy it. You've never heard those words come out of my mouth, right? I love the companies that I work with. I have never said, you have to buy a Honda or I'm going to throw you over this bridge, but I've told you that I've had a Honda CRV. I've told you that that's been my favorite car my entire life. I drove one of them for 11 years and then I've driven another one since. And in the middle, I had another car, but I love CRVs. And I've always driven Hondas. So in my opinion, I love the cars because I know that they're safe. They One of them protected me. My first Honda CRV protected me when I got hit by a drunk driver. The way that it was built and reinforced with steel and the way that the frame was potentially saved my life. So that connected me to the car. The gas mileage connected me to the car. The feeling that you're above the road and you can look down at the road as opposed to being even with the road, I like that too. I like the price of the car. I like the fact that it's it's a nice, beautiful vehicle that's not thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars above what people want to spend. It's very, for the you know, for anybody, it makes sense. For your bank account, for the middle class that seems to get wider and wider, it makes sense for us wherever you fall. So for me, that's what I like. I've never told you, hey, you got to buy this or else. I've just told you, put your money where your mouth is. I have. I love my Honda CRV, and you're not hearing me talk about Ford, with no offense to Ford, but I drive a Honda, so I'm not going to come on wake-up call and say Ford's a great car when I've only trusted Honda my entire life. And when it comes to snow in April, really, folks? Yes. The Honda CRV is the car that I don't worry about, so that's a good part of it. And I see more and more of them on the road now in Central New York because of this. And then uh, Ecto-Cores, what did he say here? He said you have to buy, you have to buy the Chicken Riggy Pizza. That's the one exception. Buy it or else. Yes, yeah, so that's the wake-up call. Number one pick at Utica Pizza Company, and that's on 628 South Main Street in North Syracuse, New York, by the Sweetheart Corners. It is a really good pizza. I don't know if we're going to talk to John if he's ever had it in a second here. But the chicken riggy pizza, like I told you, I'm never going to make you buy anything. I'm never say you have to buy it. I'm just going to make a statement about the chicken riggy pizza. I'm very confident that it changes your life, that you eat it and your life changes. Now, there was there was there's that one commercial where it says it says sell your or uh, change your apartment, change the world or something like that and people, somebody sued or, or did something crazy like, how can changing your apartment change the world? And then Red Bull had to rebrand rebrand themselves that that Red, Red Bull gives you wings, but now it's got to be wings with multiple eyes because some woman sued that she didn't actually get wings when she drank a Red Bull because people are stupid. So, but the chicken riggy pizza, it doesn't give you wings, okay? And it doesn't change your apartment. However, It does change your appetite from hungry to full, and it is very amazing and good. So if it was up to me, yeah, I would tell you the chicken riggy pizza make you feel a whole lot better today than you felt five minutes ago. I know that to be true, and I can say that. So thank you for everybody with the annoying moment of the week. Bunch of scoops. None of them had to do with the sports world, but this is where it is, where sports meets life. The reality of it all is we all have annoying moments. I like to share mine with you to help your week to feel a little bit better, for you to be a little bit less stressed out, and to enjoy what you got. Because, folks, ultimately, if we don't laugh about the things that happen, if we don't every once in a while just look at our wife and and she says, do you want to get some chicken riggy pizza? And I go, oh, then we're not having fun in life. you got to have a good time. So with that being said, speaking of having a good time, we're going to take a step aside here, and when we come back, we're going to be live on video on Facebook Live and live right here on MixLR.com backslash dt with John Newman of Newman Sports Cards and, of course, myself, Dan Tortora, and we will be having a live video and audio chat about the NFL, Major League Baseball, sports cars and their connections to the things we love. And basically, I'm going to be a child here on Friday, and I'm okay with that. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a
0: wake-up call, Fast Break.
2: Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you?
1: Call me directly at
2: 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that, are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name, so give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson
1: for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 305-748-2524.
2: Why don't you tell him your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down.
1: This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 305-748-2524.
0: This is Jim Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacted the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily, and we bring in local produce, we prepare to order in the kitchen, we hand bread our chicken, we hand-spin our milkshakes. It's, it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community. They're a leader in the community and they're they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have at any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will
1: emotionally connect with. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. We are now live on Facebook. The man sitting next to me somehow got into my studios. I'm going to blink twice because I need help. So, no, I'm just kidding. It's John Newman. (laughs) John Newman of Newman Sports Cards. Awesome guy in the community. And uh, actually, we met through Bishop Grimes, through your son playing football, Jordan, shout out to Jordan. If you're still sleeping, we're talking about you on air. But, you know, it's uh, John John and I met there, really nice guy. And we got to talk about Bishop Grimes a little bit. And then essentially, we had the opportunity to, oh, and Jordan just joined. So I guess the shout out worked. Yeah. But, you know, we had an opportunity to meet each other through sports. And then John was talking to me about his connection to the comic or to the uh, well, to the comic book world a little bit, but to the sports card world and to just being a collector and connecting with that. So, we're live with you on mixlr.com backslash wake call DT as always every Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern time. And then we're on video on Facebook Live with John Newman of Newman Sports Card. So, this segment of the show is always called Significant Sound Bites, and so John is going to be my significant sound bite today and we're going to extend this as long as we really want to talk about it because i love the sports card world so first and foremost how are you doing sir good thanks it's good for to having have you here thanks for having wearing me wearing the shirt here. gotta go show everybody let's see what it's like here <laughs> newman sports cards now Got how can, promote. How can promote. people get to you
3: uh we're on uh twitter um if you google newman sports cards um i think we'll be the first hit that comes up and okay. you can click on that on twitter uh, at nooms sports cards um, on Instagram at Newman underscore sports cards. Okay. Um, if you Google Newman sports cards, you you'll find me. I'm, I'm not in hiding. So
1: <laughs> now, now you have to enjoy, I mean, obviously this world and you know, it, it's funny because a few years ago, people told me sports cards are done. The collecting industry is over. Sell what you got. If you can, basically the sky is falling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, how how do you respond to something like that? And a few years ago, people said, "Ah, eh, it's gone." I mean, I've been a collector since I was a little kid.
3: Mm-hmm. I think the first thing you, you know, if you go into it just with the uh, all about the money portion, I think you, you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. I mean, it's nice, you know, to get a card that's that's obviously valuable. That's always fun to, to open a pack and pull a big card like that. But I think yeah. you gotta. You know, my my love of of the the hobby came from being a kind of a sports kid, yeah, a sports fan. So I think it starts there. If you if you really don't like sports and you're just going into it almost as strictly investment, that's tough. I mean, it's not impossible, but but very tough.
1: And, and when you look at like you said, you know, you want you want to go into this thing and you don't want to just buy to buy and buy to sell and I got to make money and I got to do this and I got to you know. The fun in it. What what made you kind of start with sports cards and and have some fun with the sports card world? Because I was never. Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it and sell it. Mm-hmm. I love to collect. I love to trade. I love to find my favorite players. So what brought you? In? Well, I'm
3: I'm gonna date myself here. I'm I'm an old guy. So growing up in New York City, you know, I was a Mets and and Yankees kid. Yeah. And you know, tops at that time really was the only only game in town. So. Where my friends were buying baseball cards, and they were a lot cheaper than two. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the gum, I was kind of the reverse. I was the exception to the rule. I was buying a pack of cards for the cards, or to see my heroes that were playing at, at Yankee Stadium or Shea Stadium at the time.
1: So were they given, and were were they literally taking the gum out of the cards that they bought, and then and hand, just handing you the cards?
3: Um, sometimes, or they yeah. would they would you know. You know, they were they were uh, little businessmen at the time too. Like, hey, you want this? <laughs> I want this. Maybe it'd be something even not card related.
1: So give them a stack of Hubba Bubba and take all the Jackie yeah, Robinson. Yeah, that what you got
3: yeah. <laughs> if I knew that, if I knew now, what I you know, if Aren't I knew then know. what I knew now, I'd, I'd, right. I'd be in a better spot. But, but for me, it was more about the cards than the gum, and it yeah. kind of started there. But again, you know, being a sports fan, a sports kid in, in New York City, I, I think that's what really got me interested. I mean to, if you open a pack and you don't know what you're looking at, yeah. you you won't you won't maintain any interest there to, to, you know long term anyway. So
1: So were you always looking for when you open up a pack you were looking for your guys is that
3: what Yeah, was- believe it or not I was a big as you know 6 7 year old 70 uh 78 79 if 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 you you know knew back then. Yeah. Reggie was the guy you yeah, know. Yeah. So one really one of the first packs I ever opened was a a 79 tops and one of the first cards I actually pulled was a Reggie Jackson. So to me that was that did it, you know. I was yeah. all I was all in at that point. So um, you know, um, today I'm a, I'm more of a, I'm actually not a Yankee fan, uh, anymore. I'm a Mets guy. Wait we a second. Can, <laughs> we, we can get into that, but I, I'll just, I'll just we're say. We're just going to do this from
1: here on out. <laughs> we're just going to blur out the picture. Here. You know, are you we're gonna, in the state of New York and you're not. Are you a Mets fan? I am. A, I'm a huge Mets oh, fan. Oh, well, so. see, that's so see, You have to. You lead with no. I'm sorry. You, you you can give the bad news and swing it. That's well what for doing.
3: me. I want I want to also explain you know what happened rather than just say that. As a kid, I liked both teams. Yeah. And then this was you know I don't know how many uh, old people we have, but if you remember, George Steinbrenner started messing around a lot with the Yankees and yeah, yeah, yeah. cutting people and going to the. The, the press and just pushing a lot of buttons yeah. and that kind of uh, rubbed me a, the wrong way. I didn't, I kind of like my owners a little more quiet. He kind of bought and signed everything that moved and it kind of, yeah. you know, I, I kind of got off the Yankee boat at that point and then went fully onto the Mets boat. So
1: did you, did you like anything about the Mets boat at the time or it was just, it wasn't they were, the
3: Yankees? They were, it was more, it wasn't the Yankees. Okay. It was The Mets at that stage were, were pretty... Pretty low on the total pole in yeah. the baseball world. They were losing a lot of games, um, but you know, I think it was more my disdain for what Steinbrenner was doing at that time. Are you um, still
1: Are you still Mets today? Yep, yep. still. I Met usually man.
3: go. We usually go to the City Field now at once okay. or, or twice a year. So I
1: want to let everybody know that on <clears throat> the live video feed right now, my family is listening from Spain. All right, my family from Spain. Not Spain New York, okay? <laughs> Spain Spain across the pond. So shout out to shout out to Spain. I still need to go and visit. Hola. Yeah, that's very fun. Hola, como esta? But you know, that the thing about Spain and a cool thing about it. My family said just get a plane ticket. Everything else is fine.
3: There you go. Food,
1: somewhere to sleep. I'm holding you to that, Jose. Holding you to that. But I uh, I do. I I'm. I would love to go to Spain. I'll
3: ride in the overhead compartment. <laughs> of...
1: <laughs> Got to go to Spain. I Well, this is the thing. Listen, the Jaguars, who I've covered now, this is my 10th year, technically, as we head into the draft. My 10th year covering the Jacksonville Jaguars. You all know that I'm at those games, at the home games, went all the way through the playoffs. I've been covering this team on site, on location in Jacksonville since I was down in Orlando. And Florida's the second home of the show and, and what we do. and. Obviously, I love central New York and upstate New York, and and I love everybody listening everywhere because it really, you add to my dreams, Florida has always been a second home because I'm a Disney person. So, you know, and, and Jacksonville, it's a phenomenal organization. And now that they have Tom Coughlin and Nate Hackett, and there's some good things being done by this guy, (laughs) <laughs> because beat, you, can't, beat, you, can't, you can't say it loud beat
3: my Steelers yeah beat a the Steelers still, still not over that one
1: made it happen so I've run into a lot of Steelers fans in Central New York that are not proud when I talk about Jacksonville but you know what it's okay like I said we had to go through somebody but they did not defeat the New England Patriots should have should have but they did not and hopefully they'll have another crack at it this year, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, what, what we have and the beauty of doing this show and connecting is that Jacksonville goes to London. Yep. And so I said to my wife, I said, listen, if I get credentialed and go and cover the London game, I'm going to Spain. Like, I'm not just going to go to London. If I go over the pond, I have to go, I have to, I have to go see my family. So Jose, hopefully you're still on the line here and that you heard that. So Get the seafood paella and keep it warm. I'm on my way. That's, that's how I look at things. So have you ever been overseas?
3: I've been to, um, I'm trying to think. I've been to Mexico.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, okay. Belize, Honduras. I think that's it. That's not really overseas. So. No.
1: <laughs> I that's, was on the seas. That's Donald Trump overseas. That's Donald Trump. I was on the
3: seas. John, I was... where have you
1: been? Have you been overseas? I've been to Mexico. <laughs> I can picture, right? He's like, he's like, I've been to a great place. Well, it's called Mexico. It's <laughs> over the pond. I saw it. It's wonderful. It's in the Gulf of Mexico. It's located about 15,000 miles away. Yeah. I haven't been
3: over the seas. I've been on the seas. <laughs> okay. Almost the same thing. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Oh my goodness. I love it. Have you been to Puerto Rico? No. I've been to Puerto Rico.
3: But I wouldn't mind going. I'm not opposed to going if you want to take I've
1: been overseas to Canada. Me too. Lake Ontario. (laughs) (laughs) I've been over the border (laughs) to
3: Canada a few times.
1: Yeah, I love Canada. Have you been to Toronto?
3: Toronto's my favorite Canadian city. Montreal, Montreal. not so much. No offense. You don't like Montreal? I've had I've been there probably three or four times okay. um, for baseball games back in the old Olympic Stadium. Yeah, and why don't I, you like it? We had some bad experiences we're with just, what just um, fans. Yeah, you know I, I remember I had a, a Mets cap and they were playing the Expos and yeah. uh, someone I was probably eight nine years old at the time and yeah. uh, someone came up behind me in the stadium, ripped my head off, start running with it. My stepbrother had to chase them, and they eventually dropped it. There was a parking thing where parking was ten dollars, and my dad—it was our turn to go through. And my dad went through, and they're like twenty bucks because they knew we were like and from out of country, yeah, you yeah. know. So Toronto, I've well, had well, the opposite. And and the, it might have been a, you know, and i don't want been to paint opposite. it with.
1: A, in 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 Canada's defense, if it's ten dollars Canadian, it should have been two dollars in our yeah
3: market. yeah. So, so I think straight. they were just trying to you know yeah they screwed you over yeah so
1: so you met angry canadians yeah i have a do few. they exist
3: they do yeah I, they I exist
1: can. across the pond <laughs> <laughs>
3: but toronto you know i've had the opposite experience so i i to. i haven't been there in in I some years so i think we'll have to uh maybe when the mets make it back in in the, the go to a
1: raptors game
3: yeah i'm not a big basketball guy not, sorry I'm not a big basketball guy. SU. SU. Not a big NBA guy, though. That. Yeah.
1: Houston House, oh my God. That's where you're at. Yeah. No. But, uh, so you're so you're not a pro, but you're college.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I was an NBA guy, the Magic Bird, Jordan. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, you know, to me, they, it was more basketball then. They play defense now. I you want to know, know the
1: last championship my dad watched?
3: What's that?
1: The late 90s. Jordan against the Supersonics. Yeah. It's so the last one that he Bad watched on
3: me. Super, Seattle Supersonics. The last
1: one he watched me. Hersey Hawkins, Detlef Schrempf, Gary Payton, Sean Kemp here. And then over on the other side, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Luke Longley, Tony Kukoc, Scott Kerr, everybody. Steve Kerr, pardon me. I don't know why I said Scott. But, I mean, that that was probably my last favorite finals that I watched was the Sonics. I still remember how the couch was set up because my mom used to like feng shui, move stuff around. I still remember how the sleeper sofa couch was set up in our living room. My dad and I were sitting and my mom came over and I remember turning over my shoulder and being like, mom, do you want to watch the game? And my dad was like, shut up. The game is on. (laughs) He never watched NBA finals since.
3: Yeah. I'm old school. Uh, to me, that's when basketball was really, I don't know, today's game, May I'm probably sounding like the old man on the porch, but, um, you know, I, I like the old style basketball where there's more defense. And, you know, now it seems like it's just the game itself is one big slam dunk contest. Guys just drive to the hoop, yeah. untouched, score, you know.
1: We um, have somebody asking where Newman Sports Cards is. So I want to get some information out here. So, Joey said, where's Newman's? I said, it's online, based in central New York. And then, website, let me know, John, here, what you want me All to
3: right, read. it's uh, H-T-T-P-S, the yep. semicolon, yep. two backslashes, Yep. Newman's Sports Cards, all one word.
1: Newman's Sports Cards?
3: Uh, it's a long one, e, uh, dot, W I D. W I D K dot All right. Backslash.
1: Okay, we got it. So we got it all set up there and we just sent that over to to Joey. And we'll get that all set up here in a second here. So let me uh, let me edit that a little bit. But we have and we have you on Instagram as well. Yeah. So.
3: And I do the show circuit, so any any local shows you'll probably see me.
1: Yeah, he just said I want to buy cards. So big collector. Yeah. So Joey Always thank you for your support. Joey, Joey, I got Joey back into collecting.
3: That's awesome. So
1: Joey and I started talking and he was like, I collect. And I was like, I do too. And I've known Joey in the community for a while. He's a great guy and, and does amazing with all the businesses that he's worked with. And so him and I were talking and then I was like, well, I want to buy some stuff. I started buying buy some boxes again. So then Joey came with me and he started buying. And then we got together and then he said, he was like, when I buy... Like when he gets into it, he gets into it, into it. So him and I are really—I mean, we should, Joey. We should both buy from this man, John Newman.
3: Oh, uh, what uh,
1: we should do. Which, which I went and saw him at the last show. So we need, and he had some Jaguars autographed memorabilia cards. You know,
3: not as much anymore. Some guy came by and took a few of us. Took them all. <laughs> so,
1: but but yeah. So there's there's some really good stuff that John has. But yeah, I know Joey's a huge collector, and I am too. So it's it's fun for us to have that, Yeah, to have that connection. You know,
3: and that's really what the hobby's about. I mean, there you, you point out that it's it's you enjoy it. It's not a financial uh, thing for you. Yeah. E- even, you know, as crazy as it sounds, even for me who kind of does it as a business, sure, you want to do well and, and, and make money from it. But if that really was my only um, goal, I think that's the wrong reasons to to to, to do in. it. Yeah. Because you you know I think any business, I don't it's not even just relegated to sports card. I think if someone owns, you know, a restaurant or a, a you know, a craft store, yeah. you 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 should be passionate about that. It shouldn't be I'm just opening the doors today cuz I want to make so much money. Cuz I want to make a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. You and know, then, if mean, that happens as part of the process, right? Great, but
1: well, I was told by a Super Bowl champion, Dominique Rhodes, that uh, and years ago when we were at, he was playing in the United Football League, which Joe Theismann brought up yesterday on the show because Joe and I have have known each other that in, I mean seven eight years now, and Joe Theismann, amazing conversation and folks, you can get the whole archive of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora by going to wakeupcalldt.com. Right on the homepage, the RSS feed, the iTunes podcast, and the downloadable app on Podbean—they all update, and Joe Thiesman will be added to that. So make sure that you check it out. So, I, I definitely appreciate it. And and basically, we were talking about the UFL, and Dominique Rhodes was a running back mm-hmm. after he had won a Super Bowl with the Colts and Peyton Manning. So him and I were talking, and he said, and I was frustrated about something, and I was I was working down in Orlando at the time on ESPN Radio and at Disney, and he said, listen, Dan, I'm going to be real with you. He said, people that chase money, which has never been me, he said, people that chase money will chase it forever, and they will never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. If you chase your dreams, it's the only way that the money will chase you. Mm-hmm. I agree he with that. He said that, chase your dreams, and the money will chase you. So, Joey said that he missed him again, and Joey, you can listen back to Joe Theismann. Like I said, it'll be added either today... Going into this weekend, we're going to update everything so you can listen to Joe Theismann. Joey said it's a fun hobby, even better if you can do it for a living, and he gave you a little applause.
3: I appreciate it. He's going to be
1: one of your new biggest clients. Joey, don't outdo me. And how how about this? (laughs) I got John in the studio, okay? So John is going to let me see everything first, and then you, Joey. That's how we're going to do it. I, well, Joey's priority. a Redskins fan, so Is that's okay. It, all
3: right, all you do right. have
1: that Samaje Parian autograph that I we do. put up here. I
3: actually, I just got that. so You just
1: got it. So, Joey, if you want Samaje, he has it. We just took a picture of it, posted it up here on social media. And you just brought in that autograph, right?
3: I don't have it with me today, but yeah, it's, at, it's, at it's it's at home. It's at home, but you have it. I do have it. it's in mm-hmm. it, it's in my possession for now, anyway. All
1: right, until until Joey makes <laughs> a bid offer on Instagram right now. Yeah, it's
3: very Samajpur is very affordable,
1: so it's not you're not gonna have to sell your house to get it. Let's just put it down. Awesome. Well, so. what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a step aside here, folks, on Mix L R. Dot com backslash WakeUpCallDT. So if you're watching, we're going to end this video because we're doing this in segments. We're going to end this live video, start a new one up in just a moment. So stay with us on Facebook and just carry over to the next video. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll be back on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora in just a moment. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break.
0: where you can choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formal Wear.
1: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash Wake Call DT. Back here with you live after we took that fast break on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. If you have not listened to the show on the live stream, it is very easy to do so, and if you become a member, it's even easier. Go to MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. I'm going to post it right here for you. So we are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and you can listen live to us on this feed. This live feed, if you become a member, which is free to do so, become a member now, and you will have the opportunity to connect with the show very, very easily. All it does by becoming a member is it links you to it. It links your email. So you can chat with us live in the chat room on MixLR, and you get emailed when the show goes live to any device you have, desktop, laptop, phone, iPad, iPod, i-whatever, whatever whatever they have at this point. Air microwave. Yeah, air microwave, (laughs) i-toilet. I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be anything. I said, I'm going to go to a porter potty with Wi-Fi at some point soon. So wherever you are, wherever you're going, if you're swiping Panera's Wi-Fi, you can listen in to Wake Up Call. And all you have to do is open your email and click to listen. That's easy. It's as easy as it can be. Click email, click to listen. So make sure you become a member, MixLR.com backslash wakeupcallDT. We are live in studio with John Newman of Newman Sports Cards. We're live on Facebook, and of course we're live on MixLR, hanging out with you and having some fun. John, you brought some stuff along. So for those that are going to be listening on MixLR and aren't watching on Facebook Live, maybe don't have Facebook, mm-hmm. I will describe. But okay. let's see some of your creations or some of your some of your collections so far.
3: So what I did today, I brought, I brought a little of, of kind of everything. I uh, think Dunkin' Donuts school. is going to
1: have to sponsor me I, soon because I'm that drinking would, on it. I'm all
3: for that. I'm a Dunkin's guy. <laughs> I did that so. with
1: Gatorade down in Florida. I was like, hello. <laughs> so what so, do you got?
3: The I brought a, what's called vintage. Those okay. in the hobby will, will know what I'm talking about. Those that that might be new, might not. Vintage is is what it really sounds like. It's that those older cards. I'll hand them to you. Okay. Um. So I brought a Mantle and an Ernie Banks and a Hank Aaron. So
1: we got an Ernie Banks. Let's throw that up here. Let the camera see that. Ernie Banks, awesome card. Chicago Cubs. This is what I love in the corner. There's a little tiny cub
3: yeah i love that there's no
1: c it's the actual cub which i think you know how many teams i mean how many teams are going to do versions of the c now yeah you know what i mean it's like the indians and the cubs look like the same exact team the
3: indians just got away uh got away from the the chief wahoo thing so yeah they can't
1: do that anymore yeah so we have we have mickey Mantle. okay if if my if my uncle bill is watching you love this he, this is like his he has the uh, the he had like the whole Mickey Mantle collection yeah. every year yeah. every everything he had the last card printed yeah. and gave that to me and I still have that in my bedroom that's where I always keep it so Mickey Mantle right here I keep it by the bed because my my uncle's means a lot to me and then we have the man the home run hitting champion and the one the, that I will always regard as the
3: champion. The, I'm in the same boat I feel the same way to me he's the you know, he's the he's the guy when it comes to home runs.
1: Hank Aaron, I love this designated hitter, Brewers. Yeah,
3: that card's a seventy six, and that was towards the end of his career, I believe. That was either his last year or next to last year.
1: So there it is, Hank Aaron. I love it. So are these actual prices that you're doing? Now? Yeah, that's
3: I took them right out of my my show box. Fifteen dollars
1: so. for Hank Aaron. This one might be staying in the wake of Call Studios. <laughs> might be yeah, like, that's one of his last John,
3: his last cards. Some of his earlier stuff doesn't go uh, a little little more expensive yeah. than that. I
1: don't I don't think that this one's leaving here, folks. This this Hank Aaron. So I feel like people are going to start making bids and craziness over. <laughs> we you can do the, like, we can do a live auction on we can Fridays. Do a live auction? How about that? You see all these people Ooh. that are that are that are putting up the uh, the wow emoji. Yeah. There he is one more time, folks. You're not going to outbid me, because guess what? No matter what you say, I'm in the studio <laughs> with my hands on the card. Now these we got Ernie Banks, and of course I'm joking. If you guys want these cards, we can make it happen. But we got some Mickey Mantle going on here as well. What else we have in the collection um,
3: here? So I know, like I said, I used to be a Yankee fan. I'm, I'm not no more. Um, those in the hobby world know there's minor league sets, and and the minor yes. league sets aren't produced or overproduce let's say okay. as as the the professional sports card that Topps and Panini do now. Okay. So I brought a 1990 uh, Tampa Bay Yankees minor league set that was issued by the team and they had a a player back, back on that team that at the time was no big deal, unheard of. Okay. Um today he's not unheard of, he's retired now. Yeah. Um but it's Mariano Rivera's actually first ever produced card. And a lot of people, you know, if you're a Yankee fan you probably know, but there are probably a lot of people that don't know that he actually started out as a starting pitcher. Yeah. And he actually wasn't very good. So uh when this set was first released and and they made less than a thousand of these, yeah. but even though there was he wasn't highly regarded as 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 a young starting pitcher, yeah. so this set was at the time in 1990 five or ten dollars. Okay. and now, um, as we know, he's he's about to be a Hall of Famer shortly. He week. was pretty good. Yeah, Mariano was. was he was it? good. He, he what happened was he actually had a couple good starts. Yeah. He he and then he had a start where his fingernail got ripped off. Yeah, he had to uh, kind of be shelved for uh, a couple weeks, and then when he came back after that injury. He had three starts where he gave up five runs er- yeah. early, yeah. and then the the Yankees brass decided maybe you know he's got stuff to be one or two innings and a closer, and yeah. the rest as we know. Of course, I was his joking, history.
1: folks. He's not pretty good. He was very yeah. good. Yeah, but I I remember my dad had my dad's always been a Yankee fan. Yep. Sorry, and he's never that's all right. <laughs> he he had never been to New Yankee Stadium or Old Yankee Stadium for a for a baseball game. And I brought my dad to his first game. We sat sat up a little bit so we could see the entire, it was, it was, we were dead center and you could see the entire field. It was a beautiful, beautiful seating. I bought tickets for my dad for, I think it was Father's Day or his birthday. And so we went to the game and it just so happened to be Jackie Robinson Day mariano rivera obviously was mm. out there one of the final players to wear number 42 and it was his last year yeah. so everything like it was it, it all just kind of perfect happened perfectly yeah. but that's what i call a god incidence because i don't believe in coincidences yeah. so
3: no, that's cool that's cool yeah. so this set all right um, here? you know under a thousand produced at the time it was five ten dollars mariano was a, a kind of a, a hit or miss starter yeah wound up missing as a starter Becoming, obviously, a, a big hit as a reliever. Yep. And now these are very hard to find. And you can see this thing went from a, a 5 to $10 set to now a $300 set. So um, I used to have five of them. This is actually my last one that I, I particularly own.
1: There's little Mariano Rivera. You know, I mean,
3: look, you look at him. I mean, he's a kid. He looks like he's he's 14 years old right there. He he might be, you know, I don't. Know.
1: Mariano's first ever card, the Tampa Yankees, 1990. Yeah.
3: 1990 Mariano Rivera. So, I at 19, I tell you how old I am. That's the year I graduated high school. And this so. is the whole set. That's the whole set. It's a whole lot of times you will, sometimes you will find if you look, you can find the card but the set, as a complete set, is a little bit harder to find. But frankly, Mariano's really the only guy in there that that wound up, you know, making something of his career. So crazy,
1: his face looks exactly the same. His body is very yeah. tiny. Look, and skinny.
3: Look at the jersey. You know, it looks like a little league jersey that, yeah, it that does. you see.
1: This looks. This yeah. It looks like he's he's playing over at over at Lemoyne on yeah. Wadsworth. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Mariano Rivera, also, which is where I played, which is why I gave him a shout-out, but very, very cool. Mariano Rivera, the set, 275 and this is his first ever card. Brian Michaels just said, I want that card. So, yeah, it comes in the set, man. $275, but Mariano Rivera... That's amazing, his first card. Yeah. You wouldn't even think that, that his first official card would be when he was in minor leagues.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right. and they're hard to find. There, there's some people that don't even know about that set it even exists. You yeah. know, I, it's funny. Uh, like I said, at one point I had five. This this is the last particular one. When I put them out at, uh, in the showcase at show's, you know, people say, What is that? You know, I yep. always have to explain kind of the history of, you know, the set and it's his first card. And you know, that's really what's great about the hobby too, is those conversations you have with, with fans and collectors and, and you know, talking about this these things that we, we're we're passionate and, and love, you know. Yep. And you don't have to be a Yankee fan to to recognize, you know, Mariana Rivera's and greatness. That. Yeah. So what? What else we have? Um, so going back, this is this is another Mickey Mantle card. Um, what's what's different about this one? This one is actually issued Very in cool card. in two thousand six. Yeah. Um, so obviously this was post playing days. Obviously, this is really where the trend is now going in the hobby. This is what's called a game use card. Okay. And what the companies do is they acquire either through the teams or or auctions or however they may acquire uh, game used equipment of, of players Okay. I mean, in this case Mickey Mantle. Okay. And then they make cards where they cut swatches of the jersey or bats. And and what I love about this particular game used card besides the obvious that it's it's Mickey Mantle, you don't, not you don't have to say a lot past that point. Yeah. But this this particular card has uh, a of, of part of his game used bat and two jersey pieces. And what, what I like about this one. So they
1: shaved the bat down?
3: Um, They cut it. They usually saw it up in sections. Okay, so that's. No, because the they, card's not that
1: thick. Yeah, so uh, it is, right. believe
3: it or not, it's thicker. I mean, it's Thicky. in this thick case. It's, yeah, yeah, It's probably like 130 point um thickness. So but there's the, a
1: piece of a bat in this card.
3: Yeah, and then the I other two things I like is there's two pieces, there's two swatches of his jersey. And what's cool about this one, and, and I haven't seen a lot like this, it's actually his road, his home, and his away jersey. So you see the gray yeah. swatch and the pinstripe swatch. And you can even tell by looking at it, and I'll, I'll hand it off to you again. Yeah, You can see by looking at it, the age on the jersey. So, a lot of the new mantle stuff, what they've done, uh, which I don't like, is they've gotten mantle uniforms from his fantasy camps. In the in the '90s and late '80s, yeah. And this, they're they're newer looking. Yeah. You can see these swatches are from the '60s, from his his actual playing days.
1: And this is this is from Top's Threads. So we we look Topps at Top's Triple Threads. Yep. So we look at I'm gonna go right here, and I'm gonna show you. So right here is the piece of the bat. Yep. Then over next to it, how do I don't want to have this? So
3: that's the home the piece
1: of the bats right here. Home jerseys right here. Away jerseys right here, and they are all put into this card. So that away jersey, home jersey, and then a piece of Mickey Mantle's actual bat, all in that 130 RBI, and that is this is 31 of 36 in the world.
3: So yep, so that means there's 35 other ones uh, somewhere. Who knows where? All and they over. look a little bit different. Oh, yeah, they're not all going to look the same. I mean, there may be a few that look similar. I've seen a, a, a couple other ones online where um, they might have two of the gray away swatches rather than the home. What I liked about this particular one is it gives you the home and away jersey. Yeah, and
1: and Jerry Hart, I know that you're on this right now. This This is a card for you right there, brother. That is all you written all over it. Look at that. A piece of the bat, a piece of the home jersey, and a piece of the away jersey. Of Mickey so, Mantle, I'm you know, amazed that they that they can do that. Yeah, now
3: there is a segment of collectors that I wanted. To, one of the reasons I brought this card is is also yep. to kind of touch on. There are some collectors I don't really fall into this category. Okay, uh, in the hobby, but there are some kind of uh, old school collectors that don't like those cards because to them, you are cutting up, you know, a, a, a game used jersey, and it's kind of to them it's sacrilegious. Yeah. Um I understand their point. I guess what I would say to someone who maybe falls on that side of the fence is you know, there are still a lot. I mean you go to the Hall of Fame, they have fully intact jerseys. There's yep. there's collectors that, you know, go there's to only, Sotheby's. Yeah. There's there's still it's not like they They're took not the cut last, them all up, yeah. It's not like they took the last Mantle jersey yeah. and and cut it into to pieces, you know. That I would agree. I, I wouldn't want to see that. Well, so, what, I
1: mean, what do we think about that? Can, I mean, we can ask the fans here what your thoughts are. Do you think that they should cut up a jersey, cut up a bat, and not all of them, you know? But yeah. if, if we have, let's say, we have a stack of fifty Mickey Mantle bats, and we have, I don't know, two hundred jerseys. Let me just throw that out there. And they decide to cut up 15 bats and 30 jerseys, but they keep the rest of them. They put stuff in the Hall of Fame. You can still buy a bat, still buy a jersey. Are you okay with them doing something like this? Are you okay with buying a card that has a piece of his cut-up jersey, away cut-up home jersey, and cut-up bat? Is that sacrilegious or is that okay with you? I mean, to me, they're not going to do this to every single one of them. No, you know, there's people. You think about the people on the other pay.
3: side of the fence, Dan, will say. They don't mind it with today's players because these guys wear almost a new jersey literally every single day. Yeah, They're, the the old time players wore a lot less, so there are a lot less game used jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I'll still come on the other side of the fence and say although they did wear less and that's that's irrefutable, there's still um, plenty of intact jerseys um, that are that are still saved, you know, for history. And when you think about this Mantle card, you know, to own it, you know, and anyone that has one, you have piece of baseball history literally in your your house in your hand the
1: thing is instead of having to buy a mickey mantle bat buy a a game worn away jersey buy a game worn home jersey
3: your your house and then some
1: right you just you buy a card that is priced at 150 dollars for a piece of everything and there's only 36 of them and it's it's it's
3: a great conversation piece if someone comes over you know when i have them out in my showcases you know, it's one of those cards almost, even even a 13 year old boy knows who Mickey Mantle is in there. You can yeah. see their mouth wide open, like, oh my God, that's history. You and know, and you don't know, you know, who knows what, what actually feat he accomplished in that, that particular piece of jersey, you know. Right. Your exactly. mind can only wonder. You know? Yeah,
1: and unlike Eli Manning, he's actually involved with these. So we know Eli's yeah. <laughs> Eli's in a little bit of trouble right now. Wasn't Dak Prescott in trouble too? Yeah, he got for having the, the he had auto a, pen. Yeah, he had an pen. auto pen, which is essentially you set up this, yeah, this electronic to, thing that you, you don't even have there. to be there. Literally,
3: no. it's it's just like, like he, a pictograph. It's he just, goes
1: out to grab some pizza, right? Mm-hmm. He goes out to grab grab a slice somewhere. He gets in the Mercedes and is driving around, and the electronic apparatus is at home. And it and he he stores in his signature into this piece of equipment, and it's at home piecing out and signing everything, yep. moving, shifting, signing the next one.
3: And Panini, who was uh, those were on Panini cards, they had to do definitely some damage control oh, there. Yeah. And um, you know, they, that, do they it,
1: restore that for everybody?
3: Um, yeah, they if, send
1: him an actual signature. You mean to to make like up to for that? The yeah,
3: they they kind of you know backpedaled and, and and fixed it yeah. but it's still bad it practice.
1: cards though what if i got it
3: but it's probably yeah. some people who, who got that card in a pack of cards that probably don't even know the controversy behind it so they may still have the card and not even realize it might be an auto pen signature. it seems like an nfc
1: east problem <laughs> eli and yeah.
3: Dak. so what else we yeah. got here what we got all card? right so let's uh the next one this is is I don't want to say it's new because grading's been around now for, okay. for double-digit years. All right. But uh, one of the things now that's that's real popular is you pull a card from a pack or you buy a card from somebody, a dealer or a show, and if it's in really, really great condition, you can send it to a grading company. Okay. And they'll look at it literally under, with, with a microscope and, and zoom in. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll permanently encase it in a slab and give it a, a grade on a 10 scale. Yeah. And obviously, the the closer to 10 you are, the more valuable your card's your going It's car like, it's like a comic be. book.
1: It's, it's the up-to-10 scale. You take a comic that has significance, and the better shape that it's in, the more mint condition it's in, plus the significance, go together, and then they encase it, give it a grade. I mean, I have Spider-Man number... 316 and number 361. 316 is the first Venom cover where he's on the cover and he's holding on to Spider-Man full body. And then 361 is the first appearance of Carnage. And those as like... I think mine are... They they said if I sent them in, they'd be close to like a 9.8
2: out
1: of 10. So, I mean, those... Those are yeah. some pretty pretty wonderful things. Can and and what condition.
3: what people do with grading is it's I'll, I'll, I'll say it like it is. It's it for for people. It's a way to to make more money um, from the card. I do a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, I think you know for someone who does what I do, it, it's kind of. How choosy for the are course. you
1: with it? Are you like rookie cards? Well known players. Um, I mean, you're not going to do it. When, when
3: I right. do a submission to a grading company, I'll have a stack of 50, 60 cards that I'm considering. Okay. And then I do my own pre inspection. I'll get a jeweler's loop. Um, I'll get a, an LED light on my desk and I'll go through the 60 cards and see what to me passes my muster before I submit. So if I have a stack of 60 cards, I may send 20, 25 in, meaning 30, 35. I find something where the card's still nice, but I know it's not going to get a nine or higher. What I kind of use for my own judgment is I, I want to shoot for nines or higher. So um, what
1: do you what do you find that could be wrong when you're when you're using all the apparatus? The, the
3: big thing you want to look at the corners, right? Um, you know, at the surface of the card, it's the one thing you don't notice. So, you know, the first thing you, any collector or, or, or dealer will look at is the corner of the cards. Right. Um, but people, you know, now with all the chrome cards that come out, sometimes the surface will get scratched when the cards are, are in a pack, literally together, and you move them. As yeah. The the chrome will actually scratch the other card. Um, so a lot of times people don't see that and you'll you have scratches on the card yeah. itself. So the surface is the one thing that gets overlooked. Um, and early on when I did start grading cards, I actually learned the hard way by not looking at the surface and I was getting cards coming back with you know lower grades because of a scratch on the surface. Yeah. And some of these chromium cards... You, if you have fingerprints on them, so when I look at them, I know this is going to sound, to some listening, they might say, wow, that's kind of crazy. I'll actually wear medical gloves when yeah. handling the cards to not get fingerprints <laughs> on them. And then I'll take a microfiber cloth, the, the, the same stuff you'd wipe off your glasses with, yeah. and clean the surface of the card and get fingerprints off. Then put it into a, a soft sleeve and then send it to the company for the grading and their graders themselves will be handling the cards with their own uh, medical gloves and and that. So um, they literally can give you a bad grade for a fingerprint that could be wiped off just because they see it on there. So you want to make it as, as presentable and then they encase it. And once they slab it and grade it, that's in there. Now you can... You could, you know, people who have gotten a card back and don't like the grade they got. Yeah. They've cut them out of the case and and either resubmit it or just keep it what's called raw. A card, you know, we're getting in the hobby terms. A card that's not graded is in the hobby. It's called raw. Yeah. If it's graded, it's graded. So a lot of times if someone sends in a card to get graded and they don't like the grade, They can cut it open or crack it open and make it raw again. Yeah. Um, See, what
1: I don't like is when you buy a pack, and this has happened to me before, where you buy a pack and the edge of the card, you you always look for like the the little white dot, I call it, where it's just been, the edge has been, you know, just a little bit. And I've gotten that before where I open a pack, you get a really nice card, and the card's either bent a little bit or you see that like white mark where it's been exposed a little bit. No. And there's nothing you can do about. No, it. No, that's
3: not. That's okay, not. Oh. You, I'm going to give you a little little insider's. Wait a tick. Okay. If okay. if you have a card like that, or yeah. or a lot of times if you get one card like that, you the chances are you probably have a few more in that same pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can contact the company Tops Panini at this stage. Let them know that you have these cards. They got damaged. That you you'd like them uh, replaced. Yeah. And they will do it.
1: Cause I had a I had the the card that has like two pieces of the jersey, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, just when I open it and there's a little mark in the coin. I was like, are you kidding me? Of yeah. all cards.
3: I'll tell funny. you a personal story. My son Jordan. I don't know if he's still listening, but... Shout-out to Jordan,
1: who's he, in and out of sleep this morning. Yeah. We hope we've caught you in a moment when you're He's getting ready
3: to, to go to Myrtle Beach for a week for, for high school baseball. That's awesome. Um, but he recently pulled a, an Aaron Judge Chrome rookie out of a Topps Chrome pack yeah. that had a real bad ding on the corner. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, he uh, contacted Tops. We we sent the card back, and they sent a, a new one that was in really great shape. So you're not. But how stuck. How, did
1: they, how can they prove that you didn't do that?
3: Um, they they're gonna really probably take your, your take your, your word. word for it. Okay, so, you know, and to them, sure. all they do is they destroy the card you send. But now they're not. If you tell them I got an Aaron Judge and it's 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 got damage to it. Yeah, they're not just gonna send you one. They do want the damaged one back. So what they're doing is they they're they'll destroy that one and then replace it.
1: Well and I guess the thing so, is, you know, they don't know if you did it or not, but they know that you own the card yeah, because it, you're sending it to them. Yeah, or else I could just be like, Hey, I don't have a Mickey Mantle rookie card. Or mine's but they're really it they're
3: to only yeah. gonna do that with current releases. So right, if you right. if you say, Hey, I got a nineteen eighty two you know, George Brett yeah. that I just opened a nineteen eighty two tops pack. Right. Um it's, it's so if too i'm calling and i'm
1: like hey i got a leonard Fournette rookie card that's dinged on the edge they can replace, that. replace that for me right but
3: now anything a few years once a few years goes by it's it's going to be too late so okay. this is the far what's nice what's neat about this is that it's actually what's called an uncorrected error tops which this is a stadium club brett farve rookie spelled they his, spelled name, his wrong. name wrong they didn't catch it in time yeah so every card will will be spelled as as such
1: because, as people know, Brett Favre's name is, is spelled Brett Favre. <laughs> and when my mom and my grandmother brought, bought me a Brett Favre jersey when I was a kid, they brought it home to me. My mom was so excited. She's like, Your grandma was so excited to give this to you. She hands me the Brett Favre jersey and she looks at it. Or I was holding it up in my room. My mom walks by the room, comes back. She goes, Oh my God, they spelled his name wrong. She goes, You gotta be kidding me, they spelled his name wrong. And we were so excited to get you this. Now we gotta bring it back. I don't know if they'll have another one. And I said, Mom, that's how you spell Favre. Yeah. F-A-V-R-E. <laughs> Brett Favre. Well, this, folks, is how you say it.
4: <laughs>
1: there you go. It's there's Brett Favre. F-A-R-V-E, right? It's it's the Italian that's the thing with like Italian <laughs> stuff. You don't you don't write it how it's spelled, right? Calamari yeah. in in actual verbiage in Italian is calamad. And that's how we say it. Kalamad. It's n- nothing like calamari. Monagots is Manicotti. Yep. So, essentially, that's Brett Favre. So, Brett Favre, this is where it's spelled like it sounds. Brett Favre. And I still love that. So, Mom, if, if you're watching, I love the story of my mom being like, Oh, my God, how could they have spelled it wrong? Yep. They didn't <laughs> know. And I said, Mom, no, that's how you spell it. Look at that.
3: Now, there are some cases, not this particular one, where they will catch a mistake. Yep. Near and mix, correct maybe. it. And correct it. And so there'll be two versions of the card. Okay. One of the I think the the the, the biggest one people may know is the uh Billy Ripken uh F face card. I don't know if you, you know about that, heard yeah, I, about I don't that. No, I I haven't. No. Billy Ripkin, nineteen eighty nine Fleer, he posed with the bat on his shoulder. Yeah. And on the knob, the mystery is no one knows who did it. If he did it or teammate, but they wrote the f-word face on huh. the knob yeah and the cards got out there saying that and fleer found out about it they actually brought back a lot of the product
4: right
3: took out the cards reseal you know resealed everything yeah and made a corrected card actually they made like three versions corrected card one where it was just literally like penned out yeah another one where it was a black square box yeah um but the most valuable version is the, the F-Face card itself.
1: Brett Favre, spelled correctly, <laughs> as it sounds, but incorrectly spelled. See, I have the cards where it's not the name, but I have the Damon Stoudemire, because I'm a big Damon Stoudemire yeah. fan. I have the Damon Stoudemire rookie cards, where I think I have a couple of them where he's posed. One of them is a hologram where he turns and smiles, yeah. and he has the number 42 on his jersey, and he and he obviously wore number 20. So I have two of his rookie cards. I think one where he's sitting, kind of with like his knee up in the ball, and it says forty-two. So I have I have the number misprints, I guess you would say. So there's yeah. Brett, there's Brett Favre for the first time ever. Brett, it's it's that's the way that it's spelled, the way that it sounds. I yeah. love it. Atlanta Falcons. For those of you that are like, why the hell is he wearing black?
3: Yeah, he didn't do much there. the yeah. got up.
1: But but Brett Favre. You can get this, and this is near mint, and, and if I'm correct here, the 8.5 near mint is silver. If it goes a little bit higher, they turn it gold, nine, right?
3: Nine or up, will have the gold label. If you I'm get a 10, label. uh, it's uh 10 pristine, which is will be what's called a black label card. Very, very rare.
1: Because I have one that says, like, it's like a 9-something, and so gold, and then it says 10 for the autograph.
3: Yeah, they, they grade them. This is a Beckett graded card. Beckett grades on, on four things. You can see on the back of that card. Okay. where the individual so grade everybody.
1: centering corners edges and surfaces that's yeah. that's what Beckett grades on you can see so right if there.
3: if you get tens and on all four of those those segments that's what's called a black label card if you okay. get three tens and a 9.5 yeah it will still grade a 10 but it'll okay. be a gold label 10 the only black yeah, okay. label is you have to have perfect tens in all four all categories. Always true. Very, very. Not many of those, and they when you get one, they're they get out your checkbook because they're, they're <laughs> gonna cost you a pretty penny. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Yep. What else? What all else? All right, so right this on. one is a Bryce Harper card, and this again is another game used card. Yeah. Uh, like the man, a fan favorite of yep. the Syracuse Chiefs. Yep. Yeah. Um, obviously, a, a modern day player, someone who's still playing. And what's neat about this card there's only 25 made. This is actually the number one of 25. And what they typically do with the earlier run numbers, they will make them better. So if you look at this one, this is cut from the patches. So there's the Majestic logo, the SH from the Washington circle patch on the arm sleeve, and then a three-color piping. So the the game-use cards that have these multicolored patches are
1: more of a, a premium. People
3: will pay more for these than just having a one color swatch let's yeah. say it's um, actually
1: really cool because you know we look at and, and i'm going to use one as an example here i have an amir abdullah uh great or it's uh 99 in the world this is an amir abdullah rookie card this is one of mine so that is his jersey a big patch the big yeah. blue patch of his jersey and so you see that. So that's just the blue of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, that's Ryans, what's called single swatch. Yeah, home jersey. And then we look at the Bryce Harper one, and we get we get three different looks here. We get, essentially, we get patch, patch, and then patch. And it's, I mean, it, it is. You see, you see the logo, you see the lettering, and then you see the three-colored swatch there. And that's a big, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but when I'm looking at stuff on eBay and, and different things now that people are selling... The three colored swatches are what people I mean, I, really go for now. Yeah, the, so and, and you over. know, it, it really, that's what people are, are
3: really kind of gravitating towards, and the single swatches have kind of come down in price as, as a result of that.
1: And you got a you got a you got the number one. There's 25 in the world. This one is actually the, the first, first one, one that they made. Yeah. Number it's... one of 25. Yeah. So and, that's 25 what, in print, and this is the first one. Yeah. They made and
3: out. what the companies will do. On purpose is the the one two three four five the early run numbers. Yeah. Will have these multicolored swatches. So whoever has two or twenty five probably has another part of that Washington patch, probably part of that majestic logo that you see there. Yeah. In in three color. How much do we sell this baby? This for? one goes for about two hundred dollars because of the premium. Two
1: hundred dollars, twenty five in the world. Number one of twenty-five created three three-color swatch. We got the lettering. We have a logo. Bryce Harper, folks. He's a fan favorite. People yeah. love Bryce, and it's a hologram.
3: Yeah, this is a, what's called a three. They did a test run with these in this year, and it's actually three D. Yeah. Some people, 3D Some people love them. Some people kind of like kind of freaked them out a little bit too. I think. Yeah,
1: people people get that with their eyes. They go a little yeah. bit crazy. Call it the Blair Witch effect, but that's good stuff. All right. What else we got here?
3: So this one, this this next card, I think a lot of people, even people who really aren't into cards, probably know about this card. This this is an iconic card in the hobby. It's the '89. It's one of the reasons many people got into into cards that weren't even into cards before. Yeah. This is the '89 upper deck Ken Griffey Jr. rookie, and in '89. Ken Griffey Jr. Never heard of them. Just a the Hall of Famer. I don't but know. Uh, <laughs> in 89, there was, you know, it was yeah. Tops. there was Donruss, there was Fleer, and then this Carlsbad, California company called Upper Deck. Literally, a guy in his garage said, Hey, I, I you know, all these cards are kind of cardboard. Yeah dark gray i want to i want to do something different i want different photography i want close-ups of the player's face i want to do stuff differently than what's been going on for the last 20 or 30 years in the hobby yeah an upper deck was born literally out of a a a person's uh garage and one of their first set was this 89 upper deck and they made uh this card here is the number one card in the set. It's Ken Griffey Jr. It's his first card. And people literally who weren't card collectors were buying upper deck packs just for the hunt to pull this card. Yeah. They weren't even collectors. They would just buy packs. Yeah. And so this card, in, in a sense, got people into the hobby. And this is also graded at this point. They don't come out like that. But
1: it's an 8.5 near mint rookie card. Of the man, the myth, the living legend, Ken Griffey Jr.
3: Yeah, and and what's cool about this card is is what what you see here is that that facial close up that that was really not being done at that time, like with Tops and Fleer and Donruss. And yeah. Upper Deck said, "Hey, it's about the players. Let's we don't have to do just in action shots. Let's let's you know get these faces out on the cards close up." Yeah. And the grading is beautiful. Centering nine
1: point five corners, eight point five edges are a nine. Surfaces an eight. And
3: and then this card, this card is famous for being off center and 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 not great. So anything higher than an eight. For this card is actually still in pretty. And when it's demand. off
1: center, I mean, what are what are they saying to you on centering? Because you can't control that.
3: No, you can't control so. it. Um, it'll you'll just see there'll be more white on one side. Let's say in this particular card's case okay. than the other. Or centering is not just left and right; it's also top and bottom okay. as well.
1: Yeah, this is awesome. Ken you know, Griffey so Jr., rookie card. It's
3: it this is one of those cards you can show it to certain people and they don't even have to be in the hobby. No. They know they've seen this card. They know about this. It's a number one card. Yeah, it is a card. Number, number one cards that uh, traditionally have more value, especially if they're a super. wind up being a superstar.
1: And I always and I feel like with the older sets that they put the better players at the beginning. Yep, they do. They have number one yep. for Ken Griffey Jr. No,
3: yep. So this is
1: that. a rookie card. In the Wake Up Call Studios, we have a rookie card of Ken Griffey Jr. and left. Hank Aaron. Look at that, folks!
3: The last card of, of Hank.
1: John Newman's going to have me spending money before he leaves my <laughs> studio. I don't like it. I like. I do like it. I'm kidding. But I mean, we and I have something to show. I have a couple things to show before we wrap up too.
3: All right. So this next one, another graded card. This is a, a 2011 Topps Update yep. Mike Trout rookie and today this card is 250 260 but in 2011 he while he was a highly regarded prospect yeah. he hadn't done anything officially yet in the major leagues he was just anticipated so at the time this card was 10 11 you know 10 15 bucks not yeah. a big deal um, but as we know it today now this this is another iconic card in the hobby um and this brings me up to something else I was going to touch on is a segment of of the hobby called prospecting and um, what people do and I even do this a little bit of my myself is you buy a, a prospect before they 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 hit the big leagues yeah you buy them as many as you can at a, at a lower price level yeah and you hope they pan out and hope uh all the scouts are right with
1: their scouting so is that just you doing report. research and stuff because yeah like, like strasburg you just buy up as, yeah. as much as you could for him and i
3: wasn't a strasburg guy out. particularly but I, right. I know what you're saying um uh and and i i brought another card of a guy i Speaking of Strasburg, a pitcher I like, his name's Tristan McKenzie. Okay. Um, it's actually harder to prospect in today's card world than it okay. was in 2011 because more and people are you doing, are for doing that? it.
1: Are you just trying to like look up minor league stats. I
3: mean, what are you, what yeah, are you I'm a, I'll go on to minor league sites. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a minor league report that I subscribe to. There's other, there's minor, believe it or not, there's a minor league podcast that literally goes from low rookie ball to triple yeah. a. And they talk about who's, who's making strides. Okay. Who's, who's had setbacks. Who's not looking like they're going to live up yep. to the hype. And so I listen to those, um, you know, and, and get that information but it is harder to prospect in today's hobby because f- for a few reasons number 1 more people are doing it so yeah. there's more competition and now some of these prospects I'll, I'll use uh, the Atlanta Braves prospect that a lot of people have probably heard about Ronald Acuna his his stuff's already at price levels yeah. as if he's a 500 home run hitter so he's to buy him now even though he has not played in the major leagues yet, but yeah. he will be shortly. Um, to me, won't make doesn't make a lot of sense because you can some right. of his cards are, are four figures already, and yeah. he hasn't even stepped foot in an official uh, major league at bat. So when you think of that, even if yeah. he does pan out, how much more over that thousand dollars that you paid? And that's a risk. I mean, what if God forbid he has a career ending injury right. you know early in his career and he, or he doesn't pan out or he doesn't or he doesn't day. pan out and now you know. you've got four figures into a young player yeah. um i so i don't i go more on on the lower end when it comes to prospecting it's getting harder to do that okay. uh, in today's uh, hobby but in 2011 it was a lot easier unfortunately i didn't i didn't prospect with Mike Trout This one that came after the fact yeah. but there are a lot of people that that bought these up at 10 bucks maybe by by the 50s and, and hundreds and now you're looking at a 250 dollars 260. And the card. crazy
1: thing about this is this is is not an autograph there's no relic there's nothing. no nothing. This is a this is a base rookie card.
3: It's a base rookie it's a card. A base
1: rookie tops card of Mike Trout and it is over $200 in value. It is a mint Number nine, and this is coming to you from professional authenticator. So this is yeah. this is not Beckett. This is the professional. Yeah, authenticator.
3: and really PSA, which is professional sports authenticator, and Beckett grading BGS. Yeah, realistically, are the two main grading. There, there are like 20 other grading companies. Yeah. Um, so I, what if I I for could football? Name, what is it, Beckett? They're really either or. Beckett, mo, a lot of people. Beckett perf- or PSA? Yeah, those are the big two. It's kind of like the Burger King or McDonald's. So, or, for or any,
1: any sport, we're looking at yeah. PSA or Beckett. Yeah. It's not like if we go to a different and, sport. And, you if know. you
3: talk to collectors, some will, will tell you they like one over the other. I, I like both. I probably will, would lean more towards Beckett. Um, A lot of people like PSA more for the vintage, the older cards, and the Beckett for the newer, the more yeah. modern. I, I will
1: tell you that I like. I like the, how the, Beckett makes it
3: their, look on Z. Yeah, their holders are also thicker. And sometimes my big complaint if I have one complaint about PSA, sometimes their cards move inside the case a little bit. That never happens with, with a Beckett graded card. So yeah. um So it's this is funny. Like in, in two thousand eleven so. that update tops pack would have cost you probably a dollar, dollar fifty. Yeah. And now if you can even find a sealed box, you're looking at probably almost for a thousand dollars for box with no guarantee that there's even a Mike Trout in there.
1: Just a hope that it's there. Yep. Okay. Yep. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a step aside here on on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on mixlr.com backslash wake up call DT. So we will end this video. We will come back with our third segment live on Facebook Live. And we will be back on MixLR in just a moment with John Newman of Newman Sports Cards here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We will be back momentarily. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. They're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. What's the universal language of a fan? Clap in your hands. With FanHands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors, always in stock, on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory, real fans wear FanHands.
2: 702 4653. That's 315 702 4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events, giving you a reason to celebrate.
1: The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222. For the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. The Penn and Trophy Center on 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, has been making memories for Central New York for over 60 years. It has the trophies for your teams, and when you walk in there, it's so much more than just that. When you walk into the Penn and Trophy Center, you are immersed in the reality that anything can be customized, anything can be engraved, whether it's for your anniversary, your wedding, your bar mitzvah, your birthday party, whatever you want to do with that memory, that watch from grandpa, or that bracelet from mom, or that wedding ring that's been passed down through your family. If you want to get something engraved with a memory to last a lifetime, the Penn and Trophy Center, 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, where memories are made and where memories last a lifetime. Welcome back here to Wake of Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop. And also today, for TGIF, we're airing live on Facebook. So you're hanging out with us inside of the Wake Up Call studios. We have our Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, TGIF Live Part 3. Sitting next to me is John Newman of Newman Sports Cards, and he is local here in Central and Upstate New York. So you can can reach out and grab him here in Central and Upstate New York, and then you can obviously go online and hang out with him there as well. I want to thank everybody that has joined us in this video series. We've been Shooting a bunch of videos while we're live on MixLR, and you've been just like jumping over the pond into Mexico to watch this video with us again. Move worldwide. Yeah, we we appreciate you being here, and we want to thank. I want to thank my family from Spain. I want to thank everybody local. I know Jerry is a massive baseball fan, so for him, this is like something he's been listening to the show. If I've been broadcasting for fifteen years, he's been a part of it in some way for the better part of fifteen years. So. For Jerry to be here this morning, somebody that I call like my first fan, I just wanna, I wanna thank, I wanna thank people like Jerry who have seen something in the show and seen something in my work from from day zero. I really love that. So to give Jerry a gift of of putting out something that you know that's 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 Mickey Mantle and you know and that you know we could just we could show Mike Trout and, and all these beautiful things and and Ken Griffey. I mean, for me, this is a this is a full circle thank you to guys like Jerry for being an amazing person. So thank you so much for tuning in. We're Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on MixLR.com backslash dt. Become a member for free by clicking follow, and it'll link to your email, and you can chat with us in the live chat room. Only members can do that. And you'll be emailed when the show goes live, so it'll be handy to you wherever you're at. And if you're traveling to Myrtle Beach. You can still listen to the show live. Anywhere in the world. So thank you to Central and Upstate New York, my home. Thank you to my second home of Florida. And obviously thank you to people that listen coast to coast, all over, in Spain. And we've had listeners in Italy, Russia, Germany, Canada, Mexico, England. Thank you. For all that, I don't know if we've had listeners from France because I seem to piss off the French people. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I, listen, I like French fries and French kissing and French toast, but I don't like the French attitude. I think yeah. that that's the difference. So you know, France, don't be rude to me if I ever come and visit you. Be nice. You
3: know, if you, if we talk about history, we kind of saved them.
1: They, oh, owe, they always a little know, bit. You know what I say? We saved France not once but twice from becoming a European parking lot. Yeah, that's what I said. If we had let Germany do their thing, they would have been a parking lot where you come over in a ferry, dock your car and go about your life. Yep. So, we love you France. Just remember that we saved your coolie. Okay, that's they it. They did
3: give us the Statue of Liberty. So, we got to give them just a little yeah. bit of credit. Which there. is
1: like which is like a ring that they tell you is sterling silver that turns your finger green. <laughs> so, they thank you for the Statue of Liberty. We wish that it was real silver, but we it's appreciate cop, the time. It's stuff. copper. Yeah. So
3: that's where the green comes yeah, in. Yeah. Thank, thank
1: you for the green Statue of Liberty. But we still, we love her. We love Lady Liberty. Oh, yeah. So, with that being said, make sure you become a member. Thank you for watching us in live inside of the Wake Up Call Studios this morning. And definitely check out Newman Sports Cards. I'm going to post it on here as well how you can get to Newman Sports Cards online. You can obviously see them in, in central New York. And you can get them. They do a lot of work on Instagram. They post stuff on Facebook all the time. Here is the site to buy from. It is www.ecwid.com/store/Newman's backslash backslash Sports or Newman's Sports Cards. So make sure you do that. And
3: and not to let the interrupt. You. You okay? If anyone has any questions, too, you can you can email me through that or Instagram. Okay. Um, i'm an advocate for the hobby it's you know money's nice don't get me wrong but right. that's that's not just my mo if someone just has a question or wants to know what they might have a uh, value or something like that or just any kind of general advice you know my door is always open I and the watch.
1: instagram is
3: it's uh at yep uh newman yep
1: sports- underscore underscore
3: and then sports cards sports cards
1: Okay, so at Newman underscore sports cards, you can check them out there as well. So at Newman underscore sports cards for Instagram, definitely go and check them out there because I know you guys post a lot on there. Yeah,
3: so. yeah, we have a Facebook page that I'm trying to build up right now. It's, it's kind of in its infancy stages. Yep, and we um, have
1: that. We'll put the Facebook page yeah. up too. So the Facebook page is simple. It's just it's, Newman Sports Cards. Yeah, and
3: I believe it's all it's all kind of yep.
1: One word it might be one word. Yeah. So we have yep. It's all it's it's at Newman Sports Cards on Facebook and at Newman underscore Sports Cards on Instagram. So we're continuing the discussion here online and in, in the live audio show that we always have for you, the live stream of Wake Up Call. Which is on mixlr.com backslash wake up call DT Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, as I was saying, and we're Facebook Live video. We have a few more of John's cards, and then we're going to get into some of mine that I brought to the party. All right, sounds good. All right, good. what do we got?
3: Just a few more. This next one we talk about prospecting. Okay. Um, and this is a guy I'm, I'm, I'm gathered many probably haven't heard of. His name's Tristan McKenzie. He's a prospect in the in the Indians organization. He's a pitcher. Yeah. Um kind of got to build like a a a young Dwight Gooden. He's a guy I think's gonna gonna pan out. We don't know. It's just just a hunch. Yeah. And this particular card really is a fifty cent to a dollar card. I've bought quite a bit of them on the hunch that maybe he does turn out to be kind of what Yeah, what so going I think. off of the prospecting discussion. Yeah, and, and if he does, I mean, potentially if, you know, you're looking at for, you know, 25 cent investment, which I bought him at, a, you know, a little bit ago, and I bought like 200 of these, yeah. you know, it may be 10 bucks down the line, you yeah. know. And if he doesn't, you know, I hope he does, but if he doesn't, you don't lose... Uh, you know, uh, a ton of money. Okay, so let's so, let's
1: show what we got here. for. So we have Tristan McKenzie, and this is a prospecting card, and it's got the old Indians logo. So that is the prospecting card. That is the old logo right there, folks, for you in the corner. And this is, like you said, this is a very, very cheap card from, yep. from Bowman.
3: Yep, which is owned by Tops. Which but-
1: is owned by Tops, and you're just buying these up hoping that this guy's going to be one of the guys that pans out. And then your investment goes from a 25 cent card to selling each of these for 15. And
3: you yeah, know, potentially something
1: like that. Let's say for, as an example, you sell a hundred of those and you're doing yeah. okay. Yeah. 1500 yeah. bucks. Look at
3: that. And you know, the, the nice thing with prospecting like that, it's, it's fun too, because you, you can kind of follow the player. You have an interest, you know, being a Mets fan, it also keeps me interested in, 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 in baseball in general not just all Mets
1: yeah and you never know what you're gonna get yep yep who else we got I see I see somebody here that I like very much yeah
3: this is a Jerry rice rookie and and I brought this because you know it's Jerry rice rookie you know greatest receiver of all time I don't think many people will, will argue against that yeah. and yeah 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 you know this is the crazy thing about a hobby. About a hobby because here's a card. Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver of all time. It's a nineteen eighty six card. So you're talking about thirty one years old, and yet it's still forty fifty dollars only. Yeah. And you you have some of these rookie receivers now, and their cards are already worth more than Jerry Rice's rookie, and they haven't even done anything. And right. When you think about that. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's
1: ridiculous. You know? And the thing is, these cards are so basic. This almost yeah. looks like something that you get out of, like, a Cracker Jack box with the striping. But this is a Jerry Rice rookie card for $35, okay? This is the equivalent of me telling you that a steak dinner is going to cost you $2. Yeah. Okay, that's what this is. $35 for a Jerry Rice rookie card. And there's a Des Bryant card out there that's probably $115. Oh, more, something. More, it. Look oh, at more. this. more. Jerry Rice, let me go the other way.
3: And to me, if you can, you know, if you if there's a Dez Bryant card that's 200 bucks and you tell me I could have six Jerry Rice rookies or that one Des Bryant card, yeah. I'm going to I'll take the six Jerry Rice Mississippi rookies. Mississippi
1: Valley State. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a Mississippi Valley State card of Jerry Rice? Is there one anywhere because folks, not only is he arguably the greatest receiver ever in the NFL history, He came from Division 3. Not 1, not not 1A, 1AA, not 2. This is Division 3. And every time that somebody says to me, you can't make it this, you can't do that, or whatever, I always bring up Jerry Rice and I say, listen, I don't have to make an argument beyond this point. Division 3 wide receiver, drafted into the NFL, greatest receiver of all time. And John and I, and hopefully you, got to watch him live with Steve Young, numerous times. Look at that! Yeah. Somebody tell you that you can't live your dreams. Show them a Jerry Rice card. Yep. Yeah. Do you have one? Do you have Mississippi Valley State?
3: No, they didn't. Uh, there's, I don't believe. Or is they, there? No, is they, there, there any? There, there isn't. That's his really his first set card produced. So that's crazy. Not that I'm aware of, unless there's a local team set like a drugstore did. Yeah. But chances are I would even heard about that. So I, I believe that's that's so going. basic.
1: And I have cards like this. It's like it's so nostalgic for me. Yeah. Jerry Rice's rookie card, folks, $35 through Newman Sports Cards. Jerry Rice, this is a travesty. People should buy. Yeah,
3: it's crazy when you insane. think about it. You Jerry know?
1: Rice, $35. And, and, insane. and. and, and
3: there's other guys like that. There's other so cool, though. Hall of Fame cards that are, so are cool. very affordable. Barry Sanders rookie. I didn't bring it today. I I do have one. Yeah, I yeah, know you it's, saw the it's picture of it. Fifty dollars. Yeah, you know, great. Arguably one of the best running time. Yeah, it was like a fifty-five dollar
1: card that you had yeah. in a case, and it was, yeah. and it's it's Barry Sanders.
3: You know, it's, it's funny. Insane. I had the Barry Sanders card in the case at fifty dollars, and I had a Joe Mixon. Autograph rookie next to it that was priced at eighty dollars. Joe Joe Mixon hasn't established himself yet. Yet yeah. he's more money than a Barry well, Sanders card.
1: And I have two Barry Sanders cards that have a cutout circle in them, and the coins came separately.
3: I know, pinnacle mint.
1: Yeah, and you put and you put the coin in the middle of the card. Yeah. I have two of them. Yep. Yeah. I'm not. I paid. I think I paid two dollars for yeah, the cards. Yeah. Two dollars for a Barry Sanders coin. Inside of a Barry Sanders card. If you told me that was $450, my head would go, makes sense. Yeah. I think I paid $2. It's, it's
3: it's the hobby, can be, you know, so head scratching something. You know, here you got Jerry Rice rookies, $30, $30 to $50, mm-hmm. and you got Ronald Lacuna, a baseball prospect yeah. that hasn't even done anything yet that's $1,000.
1: Jerry Rice's rookie card, Hank Aaron, one of his final cards, together through Newman Sports Cards, 50 bucks. Fifty dollars for two of the greatest men in sports that have ever lived, right here, and stayed out of but trouble. But you know
3: what? That's also yeah. you know we're kind of have a little negative, but it's also a positive thing because it's still it's affordable. No, I, I love that it's to, affordable for people I'm, to. I'm saying, to... look
1: at this. I'm saying, if if you Newman Sports, John Newman, right here, the owner of Newman Sports Cards, fifty dollars to have in your possession two of the greatest players of all time, and like I said, stayed out of trouble. You didn't see National Enquirer Hank Aaron. You didn't see Jerry Rice on TMZ or the equivalent. These are really, really hardworking, amazing players. And for the price of that, to put that in your wake-up call studio, look at that. That's insane. That's amazing. And the thing is, I go back in time. Because it's no offense to the rookies now. There's a lot of rookies that are like. I mean, Leonard Fournette kind of got me back in the game. But seriously, I mean... Brett Favre, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, Dan Ray like those are the rookie cards I want. Yeah. Like a Dan Marino, you know original. I, I think for most card. people
3: too, it comes back to that age when you were younger too, when you first yeah. got into sports. What what brought you in? You like know? a
1: LeBron James rookie card? I don't know. I respect LeBron, but I don't know what that would do for me.
3: Yeah, for me, I am older, obviously, so I go back. Yeah. You know, a, a little bit like further. Like a Bird but,
1: rookie card. Oh. Yeah. But I Robert Parrish, who played until he was forty two years old. Yeah, I, I'm a, when it comes to basketball.
3: Being I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, so I yeah. I you know I know this is probably not gonna make some SU people happy, but I I'm a big was a big Chris Mullen guy, uh, being he's from Brooklyn, yeah. and. St. You John's. Know, St. John's. Growing up in New York, I'm a huge SU fan now, too. And what's nice now is that, that St. John's is still in that, that old Big East. Yeah. And, and now SU's in, in the ACC. I can actually root for both of them. But yeah. originally growing up in New York, I was – I. Didn't know about Syracuse yet until I moved here. So I was a a, Saint, a Johnny's fan and a Chris Mullen guy. Yeah. And then when I actually came to Syracuse, it was Dwayne Washington was here. So I became Dwayne Washington. I actually was a Syracuse, as crazy as it sounds, they both were in the same conference and, and rivals. And I kind of rooted for both teams. So yeah. when they weren't playing each other, I was hoping they both won.
1: And I have here in the studio... I have, uh, you know, kind of my, ha- my own Hall of Fame. I have a Pearl Washington signature because one of the last things in the... Basically, a little over a year before Pearl passed away, through Wake Up Call, I brought him out into the community. He was willing to do it. We went to Carvel DeWitt, did a live show, and then we did a few more live shows around the city. And so some of the last signatures, last sightings, and last pictures with the community... With pro Washington, I'm very you know blessed and thankful to say they came through wake up call. Yeah, and I think the cool. last thing that he did on location that wasn't in the dome or, or Syracuse University related was with us, and he was just you know signing stuff away and handing it out to people, and, and it really just it meant the world to me. And and uh, you know we actually became I'll never forget our conversation. And as much as we do these conversations here on the show, and, and I appreciate people listening in, and, and and I love that you love them. I always say that some of the best conversations I've ever had in my life were never on air.
3: Yeah.
1: And Pearl and I were sitting in the reverse. Well, actually, to you, how you see it on, on camera here it is right. So I'm driving the car, and we're driving through Liverpool. We're by Anadaga Lake Parkway, and Pearl's sitting to my right. And, you know, Pearl said, he said, I, I really appreciate doing these shows with you. And he said, you know, it's brought us closer. And I said, Pearl, I I said, you need to thank me. I need to thank you. I said, you're, you're, you are you know, I said to anybody, any Syracuse fan to sit in, to be like, I'm sitting in my car with Pearl Washington, you know, that in and of itself is, is, is a miracle. And so I'm sitting with Pearl and we're talking and he looked at me and he said, you know, doing this stuff together and spending this time together. He said, I want to call you a friend, but it's more than that. And he looked at me and he goes, We're like brothers now, and that was one of the last things that Pearl Washington ever said to me. He said, "We're like brothers. We're like brothers now," and I I appreciate you doing this. And I was like Pearl, I I just (laughs) I'm the thank you. You're the you're welcome. And and to for it to be reversed was and I said that to him. I said, "For you to thank me is insane," but that was one of the moments I had with him. One of the last moments was. I consider yeah, you a brother. It,
3: show, it shows you what kind of guy he was, too. To, yeah, to, to, and that's and
1: that's that's worth more than I mean I, I can't even yeah. I can't put anything on that. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So and and shout out to Tim Bednarski who just joined Cicero North Syracuse CNS Athletics Director, and we do a lot of every single month. You can find us at Chick Fil A Cicero working with cns to put the community out there get the kids out there get the coaches out there and build up the community build up what cns is doing and build up chick-fil-a's message so a shout out to tim for joining the show what else we got all
3: right this one i think you'll you'll find i've been interest. eyeing a
1: card this whole time and he's been <laughs> waiting i thought it was gonna be the last one he showed
3: i brought this one this is what's called a jersey auto card yeah, he brought um, it because he wants me to buy it it's a it's a dd westbrook and it, sometimes in the card world you, you know Players will get drafted, especially in football, even more so. Yeah. And they, they are good, but they have to kind of bide their time and wait till an opportunity arises. You can speak more to this, Dan, than, than even I can, being the Jaguars guy. But yeah. now it looks like it's going to be Westbrook time in, in Jacksonville yeah. with some of their wide receivers that have, uh, you know, went elsewhere. Yeah,
1: they, they, they let the number one and the number two go. You know, I was surprised in Alan Hearns because. Even though Alan Hearns came from Miami, and I have his rookie card, even though Hearns, came from there, he wasn't a highly touted guy. He was totally forgotten. I don't think many people knew his name. Now that he's with the Dallas Cowboys, everybody wants to know who Alan Hearns is, and you should listen to Wake Up Call if you want to find out, because he was on the show for the last two or three years. And it was just funny to me how, you know, his card's worth nothing. You can go find his card for a buck, his rookie card. Mm -hmm. and, And they let Hearns go. That surprised me. Allen, or, but Allen Robinson, it didn't. And reason being is, Allen Robinson was in a contract year, and he tore his ACL. So he didn't play this entire season. The most successful season the Jaguars have had in over a decade-plus came without their number one wide receiver. Keelan Cole stepped in as the number four. Jadon Mickens, I, I said he him and Keelan were number four and five. He said, try six and seven or five and six. Very humble. Jadon was living in his car because he didn't know if he was going to get the job and keep it with the Jaguars. Keelan, Jadon, D.D. Westbrook was injured most of the season. So we look at all those, Marquise Lee, who is the third-string guy. They made it to the AFC Championship and almost advanced to the Super Bowl with a quarterback that had a tear in his right wrist from December of 2016 that took shots in his wrist to play. When everybody's worried about the little bum thumb of Tom Brady, we're talking about a right wrist tear with Blake Bortles, who people already don't give respect to. And he's throwing touchdowns to his fourth, fifth, six string wide receivers, which shows to me a good quarterback when you can connect with the guys that don't have the name. And then, yeah, and so I mean, yeah, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars right now proved that they didn't need Allen Robinson and didn't have to waste the money, so they didn't. And you got Marquise Lee, who I don't think is the number one yet. You got Dante Moncrief, who is underutilized in Indianapolis, and he's young. And we can get a lot of years out of him. you got D.D. Westbrook, who only played a few games last season as a rookie. So technically, according to the Ben Simmons rule, he could still be a rookie this year. Yep. And then, not, not according to Donovan Mitchell. So, D.D. Westbrook's there. We have Keelan Cole, Jadon Mickens, ton of guys. And D.D. has the opportunity to spark to a number one or a number two, depending on what he can do on the outside. So, yeah, yep. I mean, this is going to be a fun year for D.D. Westbrook. This is what I call buy buy low sell high because DD Westbrook just like a couple cards I'm going to show you in a few minutes of my collection DD is one of those guys that you could get a card here for a very inexpensive price I would imagine and then after the season depending on what this man does this card in my opinion could float you know we could say let's let's just brass tax it how much would you say this card's worth right now
3: probably 10 15 okay not, 10 15 dollars
1: he has a breakout season. We're talking sixty-five. Um, maybe
3: not 55? that high. Maybe, maybe you fifty. Know, something. It'll like that. probably go in stages. People kind of want to see it, not just one year, but like if he has a second great year, then then you're looking at that potentially. Yep.
1: Now, and this is this is a D.D. Westbrook. There is 150 in the world, as you can see. This is number 147. This is one of my favorite types of cards. There's three reasons why I like it. Okay. Number one, look at the light. It's a refractor autograph jersey so a refractor card i already love those autograph card and a jersey card all in one and this is 10 15 bucks D. dd westbrook okay and it is i mean it's to me this is this is just it's i mean it could be one of the biggest breakout players in the nfl coming up this season dd westbrook and that's a really nice that's too. the
3: point is is with certain guys people sometimes lose patience sometimes you just have to be patient even in the card world you you know put it in a box and 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 wait till they pan out that one you can put in your stack so that one's my gift to you
1: oh you're giving this to me that's
3: yours you'll appreciate it being a Jags fan live on wake of call
1: gift a live gift to me this is amazing John just decided to give me this entire collection for free. Look at that. No, I'm kidding. But but the thing is, as soon as I saw him have this card, I was like, I know he's got a trick up his sleeve because he's a good man, and Mm -hmm. and John's a you know really nice guy. But yeah, I mean, thank you. you, Oh, jeez, you dropped it. Just throwing another round. (laughs) But it's 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 covered. It's in it's in its casing. But thank you so much for this. I, I. no, nope, yeah, I, mean, I, and I ho- really appreciate it.
3: Hopefully, that. Uh, you know, he lives up to the potential. I
1: had a feeling that when I saw this card, I was like, knowing John, he's going to be like, put this in your pile and don't ask me any yeah, questions.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's
1: that's that's good customer service. Take note, folks. That's very nice, and and John, you know, works with you very well. I. I, I I love the way you go about it. Yeah, and I,
3: I want to so, stress to anyone, you that. know, any questions, it's, you know, money's nice and, and you know, we need it to, to, to obviously live. In, but yeah. that's, this hobby's not, that's not my main focus. I have a regular job. So this, the yeah. sports card is actually just the side hobby, but slash you, business. You're
1: so, you're so good with it because, like you said, you always say to me all the time, you said it this morning before we went on air, you said, if I don't have it, I'll get it. Yep. If you need something, let me know what you need and I'll do my best well, to get done, it. I've you done know? I've
3: done this for thirty years, you know. Yeah. Maybe not I, I took a but it was like a five year hiatus, but I have twenty five years experience. You know in the that. game, right? So I, I you get to know people, I know where I can get, you know, yeah. different things. So. I'm
1: trying not to totally geek out right now. This was just given to me by John because John's a really nice person. It's really awesome. But yeah, I mean John John is somebody who gets some really amazing cards and does some really amazing work. And, and, you know, and not just for that gift, which I thank you for, but it's the customer service of it all. I I think your prices are are very generous, even on some of the best ones you have. And, and like you said, I mean, you, you have a passion for this, but I feel like you like to see people walk away with a smile on their face.
3: Yeah, that's what it's about. Or some
1: people are like, "This is the, you know, th- this is how I'm doing it. This is the game. It's all serious."
3: I mean, if they you don't, you, you, it. you know, you, when it comes to this hobby, you want people to to stay in it, to be sustained, and and yeah. if they're not happy they're going to have a bad experience they might just say hey this i don't like this you know yeah, you I want I, and and drive. listen sports cards is not in let's be honest it's not a necessity you know what it needs it's not like going to a supermarket and buying provisions so it's it's yeah. it's kind of in a way it's a luxury so if you can keep be. someone happy yeah that's what it's about if walking
1: know? dead it happens someday then maybe this could be the currency. Maybe I find Negan, and Negan's a sports card collector. He's already got the bat. What if that was a Mickey Mantle bat? Talk about defacing that. Oh, well, you know, the Mickey Mantle bat has barbed wire. Now I call and that, Lucille.
3: And that's another segment in hobby use the non-sports cards. There's a Walking Dead cards with... These guys, you probably Batman know Star Wars, and, and, and the actors have signed it. They've taken the flash the co- Yep, yeah, The parts of the costumes of The Walking Dead are put yeah. instead of a jersey card for like sports, they have a part of, of, of the actors' costumes in the Well, cards. I have
1: some qualms with the flash cards because it's like, oh, you can find an autograph, you can find a, a piece of a costume or something like that. And it's I can't tell you how many packs I opened. You don't find anything. Yep. So you know, step your game up, Flash TV series, because you know I love you very much. What you do is you
3: This is the last, last card, card I brought, and this is this illustrates how fluctu- fluctuating this hobby can be. So this okay. is this is the flavor of the hours they say, uh, Shohei Otani, and this card. One day it's ten dollars, the next day it's thirty dollars, depending on how he's pitched or if he hit a home run <laughs> yeah. or not. So, um, okay. I I brought that.
1: Okay. Shohei Otani, of the Angels,
3: and that's that's the crazy thing with the, card this, this this card literally last week. At one point online, it was going for ten dollars. Then he, he had that no hitter for seven innings, and this card went to thirty bucks. He played the Red Sox the other night, got kind of hit around a little bit, got a blister, yeah. and now it's somewhere probably eighteen dollars. So it's almost like, you know, uh, day trading. You know, in the stock market, how one and, day so, from. Why is, to it, next. why is
1: it him? It just it's certain guys. This happens with it's. Well, you know... Because they're what, not sold on him yet? Is that because he just came in? Yeah, everyone, teaching.
3: you know, it, with, with Shohei Otani, he's one of those guys, he's polarizing, and people fall either on one side of the fence or not. He's going to be a bust, yeah. or this guy's the next, the greatest thing since sliced bread. There's really no in-between with him. You know, when I post something, I'll get caught, you know... I'll, I'll usually sell him because he is popular. Yeah. But I'll get as many as many people saying, "Man, that card's great." I'll get some people that will say, "This guy's not what people think." You know, he's he's going to be a bust. And and, but that's also the beauty of of the hobby too is you can have those debates and those discussions. And now the proof's going to be in pudding. We're going to watch and see what, what gonna this become. guy is going to become. Someone's going to be right. And someone's gonna be wrong, you yep. know. And and ten years from now, you know, someone's gonna brag. I see. I told you so.
1: Shall I show you some of my? Sure, I'd now? love to see them. All right, now I I have a ton. I've been collecting cards since I was a child, and I used to collect NBA cards and get and try and collect every rookie. But we're talking about like Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, all those. I have like the Allen Iverson bumpy basketball cards, where you could feel like the basketball. So I'm going to show you a few of mine because I wanted to wanted to kind of show you different type of things. So this is the one that I had shown you before. It's a rookie card of Amir Abdullah. It's a single patch. It's a big one here. And it's numbered. So for this one, there is 99 in the world. This is number 51.
3: And going, not to cut you off, but okay. going with the patch cards too, Dan, the bigger the patch, people like the bigger patches. So yeah. if that was a smaller patch... There'd be probably less demand for it, but the fact that it's it's a jumbo what's called a jumbo swatch. Yeah. People like that.
1: So Johnny, my Detroit Lions, my, my resident Detroit Lions fan in central New York, I have this in my possession and it's only five hundred dollars. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but it but it is here. And then I have Tyler Lockett, who plays for the Seattle Seahawks. I have his rookie autograph from Kansas State. Have that one now and and we're going to have to spend another show on this but there's the there's the on autograph signing and there's the sticker signing that they put on yeah and there's people
3: there's people like you said we could talk about it another time but there's people that don't like those sticker ones i kind of fall in between it's still an autograph what material it's on is kind of yeah secondary but
1: harold carmichael old quarterback of the philadelphia eagles a nice little vintage classic autograph on a new set that I got. And then here's the boy, number 74 out of 75, the man the man that used to spend so much time with the Carolina Panthers, Jonathan Stewart. It's an autograph of Jonathan Stewart. This one I'm putting up because of John. He's a Steelers fan. This is a refractor that has the Panini Authentic crest in there and it's numbered and it's signed by T.J. Watt. J.J. Watt's brother. And it's a refractor. This one I like a lot. It's Malcolm Brown who who played... I actually pulled this out of a pack. And as a kid growing up, I never pulled autographs out of packs. Ever. And I was able to pull this one out. This is a full letter from the, from the name on the back of the jersey for Malcolm Brown. It is the full letter N on his jersey. I've never seen this before. That they had the full letter... I've never had one of these before. And he signed his letter that's into the card. This is Malcolm yep. Brown. There's only 50 in the world. Yep, those are neat. Those are really cool. So Malcolm Brown, I have that. Jamal Williams, a guy that had a pretty nice rookie season, looking to do more for the Packers. Refractor with his jersey here, the one color swatch. This one I like. This is an old school one. There is there is 99 in the world. It's Fran Tarkadin piece of his jersey in a newer set as they go back and find the older players
3: yeah and they're doing a lot more of that so it's i think part of that is to bring some of those older collectors back like hey your favorite players you may not be playing now but, but you have a that. reason to yeah. to open this product again like
1: damon stoudemire has a bunch of autographs in like the 2015 or 16 yeah. sets for basketball this man's got new life with the rams so this could be worth something here this is a rookie card of Brandon Cook's with his jersey. And this is one of the ones that it's like maybe it's not worth a ton now, but it could go up depending on what he does in Los Angeles. Yeah. Even though it's not a Rams I'm surprised.
3: Card. I thought he was going to have a,
1: a, actually a better year with Brady. but Yeah, me too. This is a two-color swatch, and it's 99 in the world. I know that this guy hasn't done that well, but I just think the card's cool. It's Brett Hundley, autographed, two-color. You got that green, Bay green, and white. And then this one, I, this one I saved for last of the ones I'm going to show you of this series. And this is the Rookies and Stars Longevity, Peyton Manning Refractor, with a piece of his jersey from the Colts. And I saved this one because of where I got the card. I went into the Salvation Army. <laughs> Somebody had given a ton of their cards. And what the Salvation Army did was they put about 50 cards in a plastic bag put the plastic bag together, hockey, football, whatever. So I pulled from one thing about 25, 30 rookies, good rookies. And I pulled this jersey card of Peyton Manning from the Salvation Army. And it's in really, really good condition. So, and then the, here, here is my kind of my, my stars here. So don't look at the price in the corner here because the price isn't accurate. I actually got a really good deal on this. So this is a refractor, rookie, jersey, autographed. Leonard Fournette. I love this. Big fan of Leonard Fournette. I wanted the Jaguars to get him. They did exactly that and went after that with their picks. And then these are not in anything, but these are ones that I pulled from actual packs. So this is a Leonard Fournette, the Rooks, from, and that is his combine picture. We have Night School with Leonard Fournette. And then I pulled this one from Prestige. It's another Leonard Fournette. These are all the base cards, but... This is rookie card. So good stuff. I got another rookie autograph card of Leonard Fournette from Panini. That's on that's the sticker one. We have a Blake Bortles. This is okay, here's a difference here. This is a sticker card of Leonard Fournette. This is an on card yeah. signing of Blake Bortles.
3: And people do put a premium on the on card autos. Yep. Yeah. Um little difference here. Yep. Yeah. My opinion is you that you see the sticker. And, and one of the reasons the sticker autos exist, for, for those that may not know, is the companies will send sheets of these stickers to the, the players' home. Yeah. And then they sign them at their convenience and then get them back to the company. Yeah. And that's how they, they put them onto the card. So people like the on-card autos. Because they and, have to touch the card. Because right they the they their... Unless far, you're Jack Prescott. Yeah. Then or they, Eli then Manning. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is a jersey card. I just love the big Jaguars logo in the back. Yeah, Their logo is one of my favorite logos of all time, of anything. So I love the new logo. I think they should keep that forever. So that's a rookie card. Now, I got I have some that I bought that were graded, and these are the Beckett grades, and these are gold ones. So I'm going to show you this one first. This is the showbound 10 in the world. 10 in the world, Blake Bortles signed on card. The Beckett autograph is given a 10, and it is a Gem Mint 9.5 from Beckett.
3: That's nice.
1: So that's what this looks like. Very simple card. Kind of with the number 5, it looks like he played for Stanford because of the color of the card. But this is Blake Bortles, on-card signature, 10 in the world, graded by Beckett. Gold, 10 autograph, so that is perfect, and a 9.5 score. And we see that the centering, the edges are a 10, the corners and the surfaces are a 9.5.
3: You actually, that wasn't too far away from being a black label, just two 2.5s.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then I got a Blake Wardle's three-color jersey card, 75 in the world. This is number 17 that was made. It is white, teal, and gold. This is a Surface 10, 9.5s with centering edges and the corners. So that's another Beckett gold label, 9.5. And you can see play portals. And these cards were like 10 bucks at the beginning of the 2017-18 season and then people wanted 160 mm-hmm. tried it's, to sell these very high. Some of them were were uh, the inordinate the, amount of money yeah, too much.
3: Yeah. the hobbies, you know, and that's part of the fun of the hobby is 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 how things can fluctuate like that, you know, you, the stories itself based on hey, I bought this for this and it's this now. Yeah. You know,
1: and so the final thing that we have here is we went a little bit over today, but we did that because we love you. Now, the, the the marking is on the actual plastic. So this marking is not on the card. This is in suspended air is what I like to call it. It's yeah. a very, very thick
3: Yeah, that's plastic. a Lucite, Lucite case.
1: So this is, what is it called? The Lucite case. Lucite, Lucite case. I call, it, I call it floating cards is what I call it. Yeah. This is a Nolan Ryan autographed card, which... Is actually instead of they when they when they do it now where you see that they the, number a card the
3: stamp number this one's this one's hand yeah. printed
1: this is a hand printed somebody wrote with a sharpie one oh five out of a thousand and then it's a one of six outside of that so it's a limited edition nineteen ninety two Nolan Ryan autographed card.
3: Yep, yeah, that was made by Pacific in 1992. It was called the Express Set. See the that was a very Now, popular... why does it say 105
1: out of 1,000 and then one of six?
3: Okay, so what this is, is there's five other cards in the series. Okay. And he signed 1,000 of each of the cards. So you have what? What's that, number one?
1: So, this is one of six. Okay. So, so he signed six, six cards th- in the series. Yeah. A thousand, a thousand
3: times. of each. So okay. there's six thousand cards yeah. that he signed in the series, but a thousand of this particular So, card. is
1: this, like we said before, better because it's the first one of the six that he signed, or does it not matter?
3: No, not in this. If that was, let's say, the hand number one instead of one hundred five, if it was one, if out it of, one a of a thousand, there'd be a, probably a premium. Still there. a
1: really nice. Still not, Still Nolan, Nolan Ryan, Ryan
3: Hall of Famer.
1: Nolan I mean, Ryan Hall of Fame. Say. autographed card. This is from my Uncle Bill. And Uncle Bill, if you're if you're watching, if you're listening, I love you very much. And
3: smartly, I'll, I'll give you credit. It's in a soft sleeve in the Lucite case, yeah. which is which is good because sometimes in these screw down cases. The cards will stick to the case, yeah. and then if you unscrew it, it rips the card. But the fact that it's in the plastic sleeve will, will save you.
1: Nolan Ryan, good stuff from my uncle Bill, much appreciated. He, I told him because this is my favorite thing. I would go to his house because he he collected like crazy. Right? He had boxes of like the '60s that he never opened. That looked like it had like smoke on the plastic yeah. or whatever. So these, this card I used to always look at, and. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I would just stare at this. And he took it out, and I would always look at this one when I went to visit him. And he was like, do you like it? And he handed it to me, and he goes, go. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, take it. So, I will, this is one of the ones that is probably one of my most prized possessions. Yeah, sentimental value. Right, the, and, you, and I could probably make a good money off of this card. But I will never sell this, because it's from my Uncle Bill. And I have the football series of this like that when they wrote wrote the name down on the side. So Nolan Ryan, autograph card, and not not even stamped like they do now. That is written by a person. One oh five out of a 1000, 1992, which was the year that both of my grandfathers passed away. So this was a positive in a in a tough year, and, and from my uncle Bill. So it's all good stuff. Yeah. That's, that's I, like I obviously some... have some things to buy. Sometimes
3: now. sometimes <laughs> the stories. That revolve around the card is is more in a way more valuable than some of the cards that the stories revolve you know absolutely revolve around and that's that's the beauty of it
1: so just so people know there is an amazing amazing plethora of things that you can buy by hanging out with this gentleman john newman of newman sports cards also his son jordan newman that helps him out we have the website up here you can check that out that's ecwid.com backsl- backslash store backslash Newman Sports Cards. And then you can also go on Instagram at Newman underscore Sports Cards. And right here on Facebook, Newman Sports Cards, all one word. So it's at Newman Sports Cards. John, I mean, I think that the sheer response of people watching and listening today has more than proven that an idea that I had years ago might have found the right guy. So maybe it. we're going to have to have you back in studio.
3: I'd love to be back. I had a lot of fun. This
1: was great. John Newman, Newman Sports Cards. Central New York native and a Central New York support. Well, a New York native here in yeah, Central well, New York. Well, I've been here a long time. You've been here so for a by, long time.
3: By, by, it's like common law marriage. Yeah, you know? we're going to make you
1: an honorary <laughs> Central New Yorker. So, But but John Newman here with us, great guy in the community. Newman Sports Cards does a lot of amazing work. We're going to have him at the CNY Pop Festival so he'll looking, be selling his cards in August. That'll be
3: fun. Looking forward to yeah. that. So you're, that's going to be great. For have us. to get Jordan up early that day. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to.
1: We're gonna have to get Jordan up and out early. You're you're on alert, Jordan. One day of the year, you got to get up August twenty. It's going to be in the summer, and if it's not snowing in August, then yeah. it'll be good for us. I to don't get know. Up for at that. this
3: at this rate, it might have just melted.
1: One of the predictions that I was right about, but my wife not happy that I was, was that it would snow in April in Central New York. So for Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, listening on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, make sure you become a member every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We're with you all next week. We're going gangbusters on the NFL draft. I'm going to release my mock draft. I'm going to let you know what's going on. We might have this guy come back because Uh he's been awesome.
3: I love it. Might I have to do it. that.
1: So Newman Sports Cards, John Newman, he's going to rejoin us next week. Can we make that happen?
3: Friday, I'll, I'll still be in South Carolina. You're going to be out of town. Yeah, I, so we'll I, do it the week after. All right. Because you're, you're going to be on vacation. I forgot about that.
1: So we're going to do the mock draft for the NFL, my mock draft.
3: Hey, I won your fantasy league, so I won got that genius. credentials.
1: He has that. He didn't get <laughs> the toilet bowl. So so we're going, to, we're going to get that going. We're going to get that rolling. So John's going to come back with us very soon here. And we're going to next week on the show, mock draft, a lot of NFL draft talk coming up as the draft is Thursday to Saturday. We're also going to have my conversations with the American Athletic Conference coaches and the ACC coaches on the broadcast. Tuesday is the American Athletic, Wednesday is the ACC. I got to talk with them on the teleconference. Their direct responses to my questions will air live on the show. So you hear from coaches all over the country. And we're gonna do a whole lot more: ingredients to success, through the looking glass, annoying moment of the week, significant sound bites, all the stuff we normally do. In the meantime, make sure that you circle on your calendar Monday, April twenty-third, six p.m. Chick Fil A Cicero with the CNS Boys Lacrosse Team. Thank you so much for tuning into this. And can another, I
3: get one more plug? Is it is yeah? You can.
1: I have Brooks Robinson and Al Kaline autographed. They're, autograph they're cards both from, Hall of Famers.
3: Um, I recently was asked to. Uh, there's an upstart online hobby magazine called baseballcardlife.com yeah. um and a gentleman that that started it uh, knows my, my vast experience in the hobby he's asked me to come aboard as co-editor yeah so once i get back from vacation here i'm actually going to start doing um, some article writing um, for the the site it's uh, www.baseballcardlife.com com. Um, and I'm going to talk about stuff in the hobby, and I'm going to be honest, which is going to be good and good and bad elements. We're going to just yeah. honest, straightforward um, stuff about the hobby itself. So,
1: so pretty amazing. For, good opportunity for yeah,
3: you. Yeah, it's nice because it gives me kind of a, a, a platform to, to yeah. maybe even potentially make a you know some changes illustrating some things i don't like that happens in a hobby and and yeah. and what we can do to to kind of improve on it and and point out the many good things there's more good things than bad i don't want to make it out to be
1: and, and there might be an avenue for you here as well oh i appreciate you it might have all to well, make some things happen with wake up call since i'm a right. big fan of what you're doing so i
3: appreciate it thank you for having me today
1: john newman of newman sports cards myself dan satora thank you so much for listening Like I said. Next week, college football, NFL. We're getting you so ready for the NFL draft. Mock draft coming up. ACC interviews. American Athletic interviews. Dino Babers, obviously, with Syracuse. He'll be a part of it.
3: Schedules came out yesterday. And the schedule.
1: We'll have to talk about that next week, too. So much coming up. Can't wait to have you on the broadcast. Thank you for tuning in. MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Facebook at WakeUpCallDT. Twitter at CallDT and Instagram at call underscore DT. Get your CNY Pop Festival tickets now at cnypopfestival.com. You'll come see this man and this gentleman as well. And make sure that you check out Newman Sports Cards at Newman Sports Cards on Facebook and on Instagram at Newman underscore sports cards for john and myself dan satura thank you so much for being a part of the show i
3: appreciate it thank you everyone listening out there any questions that's what it's about you know just uh keeping everyone happy in the hobby and 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 have fun you gotta have fun in it that's that's why it's a hobby so
1: and it's been a long time coming that i want to do something like this so i'm happy that we got to do that john
3: i appreciate it I, i had a lot of fun today
1: all right, everybody. Have a great day. Be good to one another. Enjoy your weekend, and make sure that you take care of yourself and enjoy your life. Because we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised five minutes from now. Mm-hmm. So let's take the time that we have, and let's be good to one another, and let's let's bring this world back together instead of further apart. Have a great day, guys and ladies and children. Thank you for listening to this family show of Wake Up Call. We'll talk. We'll talk with you very very soon. God bless.